What is up, y'all? It is Defense Wins Championship Podcast, DWC, and it is week three. It's the third episode of our podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Apple Music right now. And surprise, surprise, we got Spotify set up. So once we upload this, everything will be on Spotify as well. So all of you Spotify users can get off my dick and <laughs> we can start uploading on Spotify. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to be talking about the recap. We're going to be talking about predictions. We're going to do a little bit of time to panic on certain teams. And we're going to do a little segment on fantasy. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, let's start with the NFL Week 2 matchups recap. So we got the Chargers at the Chiefs. And the Chiefs ended up winning 27-24. to 24. Uh, I picked the Chargers to win. I was going with my gut because I picked them to win the division. Um, sadly, the Chargers kept doing Chargers things, and they keep fucking losing. They, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand it. They keep losing. There's, it's, it like, it just shows how good the Chiefs are because you can see all these good teams like the Chargers and the Bills, and they just can't beat the Chiefs. For some reason, they can never beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I I picked the Chiefs to win this. This is one where we differed in. And to me, this division is the Chiefs, and it's the Chiefs to lose. <laughs> Until I see otherwise. Like, I know Herbert's great, and I have him winning the MVP this year. I don't, like, I just don't trust Staley at all as a coach and against Andy Reid. I actually don't think Andy Reid called a very good game against the Chiefs on Thursday. But, I mean, I think both QBs look great. I mean, Herbert was good. Mahomes was good. Um, I mean, the Chargers were out in front majority of the game until the fourth quarter. I think the Chiefs scored three straight times to take the lead in the fourth. Um, I think, really, I couldn't tell you if the Chiefs were going to win it, but I think after the pick six, I think it kind of went downhill for the Chargers. So. Yeah, I mean, that's why you pay your quarterback big money. Yeah. to win these kind of games. Um, yeah, the Chiefs, it's just going further into Mahomes and maybe Mahomes' MVP race because he's doing all this without Tyreek Hill. And it's I think that's going to be the narrative for this whole season is can what is he going to do without Tyreek Hill? Um, Travis Kelsey didn't have like an amazing game. Mm. Um, I th- he threw a touchdown. Pat Mahomes threw a touchdown to like a fifth-round receiver yeah. and a sixth-round receiver. So. But he's still making it happen, and it's like, it it kind of like, if you're a Chiefs fan, it kind of pisses you off, and it kind of makes you happy that sometimes your defense does want to wake up, and other times they want to play like shit. <laughs> um, this is the time where they woke up, um, Krishan was like, hey, you know, I'm probably a top 10 defensive lineman, let's, let's uh, start acting like it and get after the quarterback. I don't know, what do you think, like, going on? On how Justin Herbert's ribs are gonna, yeah. Is it what the rib cartilage? Yeah, so he fractured a few, right? I think so. So I'm, he fractured his ribs on the second to last drive of the game. I mean, he came back in and scored on the very next drive, which is fucking impressive. I would be crying if my ribs are cracked. A laser, a laser, a laser, absolute bomb by Justin Herbert. But um, I, that's something to look out for. I mean. You have rib issues, it's hard to breathe, and you're going to feel that every time you get hit. And in the NFL, you're going to get hit a lot. Yeah. Um, 
it was just so crazy watching that game and <clears throat> our like looks of disbelief when he didn't take that first down to to run for that first down and then the next play throws an absolute fucking laser. Yeah, so it was I was confused because it was third and one and Justin Herbert just in agony throws the ball away. I mean, he had about 10 yards he could have ran before anyone even mm-hmm. touched him, and he just threw the ball away, wincing in pain. And then I was like, okay, he's done for the night. And then comes back on on fourth and one and throws like a 50-yard bomb <laughs> for a touchdown. And I was like, what the fuck happened to the play before that then? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that was impressive. I love Justin Herbert. I mean, to me, this, like I said, this division is the Chiefs. They still own it. And the Broncos... Don't look like they've really ta- <laughs> taken a step forward in the Raiders. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this the last point. The Chargers just had bad luck. I mean, who who would have thought Gerald Everett would go? No, I don't. I don't. I need off. I need off. And you throw it to him anyway. Yeah. The the DB made a great play. Uh, great yeah, story. Seventh round too. rookie. Yeah, he was working at Wendy's. And got picked up. Yeah, great story on him, but like, yeah, it was it was crazy. I don't know what was going on. I I guess they just wanted to keep the up tempo, and Justin didn't see that Jordan Everett wasn't doing too hot. But they got to stop giving away those games. I mean, yeah, I mean the game really came down to one mistake, and it happened to be Herbert that made it. It was a bad throw. They, I mean. I know they wanted to push the field fast. I mean, yeah. they could have called a timeout. They didn't realize Gerald Everett was completely gassed. Yeah, he, he looked like a zombie walking up there. But it's it's bad. Like, him, like, Herbert and Stafford, like, you can throw, you can make bad plays, but not pick sixes. Not pick sixes. <laughs> not that pick will sixes. change the game for the worse. Okay, let's do Panthers at the Giants. The Giants ended up winning to go to two and zero. Let's go Giants. Nineteen to sixteen. I I had a G men winning. I'm glad I was able to get my get back on the dub. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in Saquon. Uh, this is me being selfish because he's on my fantasy team. But I sat here and watched um, the Browns run for five hundred thousand yards. <laughs> Saquon only got me 72. I was hoping a little bit more. But you always got to remember, Daniel Jones is the quarterback. So, there's not a lot you can do. Um, It is very interesting watching this whole team just unfoil and, like, watching everything, like, the news about them and stuff. Because they're still winning. And then, like, basically, Kenny Galladay is just in the doghouse. And Yeah, so what happened with Galladay? It's like he when he only got two plays. I mean, you're paying that guy an insane amount of fucking money. Yeah. He only got two plays, and then when everybody won and going back to locker room, he wasn't in the locker room. All his stuff was out of locker. Oh, it basically, man. acted like he didn't. He just didn't. Wasn't playing. We still haven't heard anything, right? No, haven't heard anything. Um, he obviously needs to go to a new team. On both for both of them. I mean, Kenny Galladay is not. <laughs> what they signed him for, and like the, the money that they signed him for, he's not been playing like that. And further, like looking down further into the season, I'm making the call right now. But further into the season, to me, this might be off the top of my head. This might be the worst free agency signing ever. And in <laughs> terms of money production, 
and just overall you being on the team, this might be the worst ever. Yeah. Uh, I give all the credit in the world to the Giants. I think the Panthers, like, really what changed the game was the two fumbles that they had. Yeah. I mean, when you watch that game, the Panthers, I just... I think I'm completely wrong about the Panthers to start the year. I mean, Baker looks horrendous. They don't look well coached at all. I just... Like, Matt Rule might be the first coach fired this year. Like, mid-season. Because yeah. this is not looking good. Baker's got, like, a QBR of 23. Which is by far the worst out of all starting 32 QBs. Yeah. Uh, it's like... And it's I, not like he doesn't have weapons. No. Yes. Arguably, I mean, DJ Moore's... He has better weapons than what he ever had at the Browns. Yeah. And it's like... I think it's like half and half. Some Browns fans fucking hate him. And other Brown fans want to see him do well. Um, I, I, I didn't mind Baker. I always like the um, quarterbacks that are like too small. Or the ones that, you know, don't have like the most amazing arm strength. I want them to do good, do well. But I, it's just not clicking now. Is it because they got him late? He still is not, you know, with the playbook or what? I don't know. But if it continues to be like this, don't you think after Sam Darnold IR, do you plug him in? Uh, see, my thing was, before the season, I wish Matt Corral never got hurt because yes. I think he would be the next guy up because Sam Darnold isn't... <laughs> him and Baker are kind of the same Yeah, in terms of the, they just... They just turn the ball over and don't look good, like, at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm starting to think, like, Stefanski hasn't gotten enough credit for what he did with Baker because yeah. now that Jacoby's in and we've had – we'll talk about the Browns, <laughs> lit, like, next or in a few games. But, I mean, Jacoby Brissett is, like, the 12th highest QBR QB in the league right now. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't know that. 12th. I didn't know that. And – Stefanski might have gotten the most we'll see out of Baker, and no other coach probably will. Yeah. And I know his offense is QB, like, it's one of the easiest offenses to run, and he yeah. schemes people open very well. But, yeah, I'm not seeing much from Baker. I mean, it could be timing issue. It could be I, – I just don't know. I just don't think they're very good. No. Matt Rule needs to go, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like – just everything's new. I mean, you did you did just get a new left tackle, um, rookie. but rookie or left tackle. Yeah. But I mean, you got the prototypical offense. You got your number one wide receiver DJ Moore. You got an excellent back in Christian McCaffrey, mm -hmm. and you have a deep friend in Robbie. So at least you can you know do something. But yeah, I think it's always just gonna look bad on Baker because he was a number one pick. Yeah. And that's how we're going to view him as a number one pick. Yeah, it's... I mean, congrats, Giants. You start 2-0 for the first time since 2016. Hey, G-Men. Brian, Brian Devil, proven to manage a game well in the NFL. Like, good for him. Hey, you guys are going to kill me for this, but Brian Devil, top five coach in the NFL right could now. Could he win coach of the year? He could win coach of the year. <laughs> I'm not saying the Giants are going to be fucking undefeated, but I think if the Giants... So the, it would be very surprising if the Giants win this their division with Daniel Jones, the way that the Eagles are going. And yeah. The, I don't um, even think they have to win it. Just just compete. Compete. Yeah. yeah I mean, there, there's too many. I mean, I It could be like how Stefanski won yeah. Coach of the Year. Oh, uh, yeah. But, they didn't win the division, but 
They they came in second. Exactly. They bounced back from a horrible year before. He they're just waiting for their guy next year. But if they keep winning, then they're gonna have to trade well, up. Well, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. What's I, going on? I hope CJ Stroud. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see Bryce Young get smacked around. In yeah, that, true. In that division. All right, let's go to the Dolphins at the Ravens. The Dolphins had a massive comeback to win 42-38. I I don't even know. Okay, so Lamar Jackson looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he played amazing, but majority of it was the first half. Yeah. Um, this is still a, as much as I hate to say it, because I want the Ravens to be bad. This is one of the, him and when Dak wanted to get paid, this is one of these campaigns of pay me. Because yes. even if, even though the Ravens lost, they wouldn't have scored that many if Lamar wasn't on the field. Agreed. And he has been really, it's he's been progressing. I know people shit on him for not being an excellent passer, but he has been progressing every single year in the passing aspect. Um, we're just so used to him doing, I mean, he did have a 70-yard run, which was fucking fantastic. Yeah. But... We're used to him just taking off and running, but he's actually going through these reads and throwing the ball. Um, I think that it's really good seeing. I I knew coming in, I knew Rashad Bateman was going to be a pretty good wide receiver. I think he was going to be a good number one for them. And it's cool seeing him, like, it's cool and not cool. When I talk about, like, my rivals, it's cool seeing players that, you know, I saw and I'm like, oh, they'll be good. But it's bad because they're my rivals. But... Let's talk about my man's Tua. Tua, okay, so Tua, unbelievable game. 36 of 50 for 469 yards and six touchdowns. He did have two picks, but those were early. Yeah, he is that guy. That Tua is, is him. That is an unbelievable amount of yards and touchdowns in a game. I, yeah. yeah and I'm a fan. on I top of that, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are the first duo receiver to ever have 10 receptions, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. Both had 11 receptions for over 170 yards and two touchdowns. That is dumb. That's crazy. Literally, <laughs> well, Tyreek got 190 and Waddle got 184, I believe. 171. 171. Yeah. Um, 190 and 171. That is ridiculous. That's great. Like, they needed all of that, though, yeah. to come back. They were down 35-14 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. 21-point lead blown by the Ravens. The Ravens only scored 10 points in the second half. That is crazy. It's like, it's so crazy seeing like these comebacks and seeing like how much an offense will just juice up a defense. If you see like, if you're a defense and you just got off the field, in in retrospect to your stamina, if you just got off the field, you know, you're breathing heavy, you're tired, and you just walk, Tyreek does a 60, 60 yard bomb for a touchdown. Yeah. You're going back on the field and you're going to be tired, but seeing that just like, rejuvenates you and you in the defense starts hooping and starts doing their thing. Tua played great in the second half. I will say that I won't be too overreactive. He played great in the second half. But overall, crazy fucking game. I know I think they're playing the Bills next, so they're gonna have to, you know, ride on that. They do play going. the Bills next. And the Bills, the Bills, I'll tell you right now, the Bills ain't the Bills ain't gonna let that shit happen. They yeah. they need to keep this going. In the first, you can't always, until you see, you meet a team that's not going to let you do that in the second half, you're going to have to start making some adjustments. But 
they're they're a great coach team. I think Mike McDaniel is the perfect coach for them. Yeah, I think the Ravens have some serious issues on the back end of their defense. Um, Harbaugh even said after the game, who would have thought we would have that many balls thrown over our head? A, I felt that because I'm the Browns <laughs> were the same fucking way. But um, yeah, I mean, what a day for both QBs. I mean, Lamar's on pace for definitely getting paid. Yeah, it wasn't his fault they lost. No, he went for twenty-one to twenty-nine for three hundred eighteen yards and three touchdowns, and then he had nine carries for a hundred nineteen yards. I mean, touchdown. if you what, what he accounted for over four hundred yards himself. What was in the fourth quarter? Thirty-five fourteen. It was thirty-five fourteen. So. Yeah. It, it regardless regardless of how you do offensive wise, if you're up thirty-five to fourteen in the fourth quarter. You should win the game. Yes. Yeah. There's no way you don't win that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was the week of the comeback for some teams. Yeah. They need to start looking into the training staff or something in the Ravens because it seems like everybody's tearing their damn ACL over yes, there. Yes, they are. And it just doesn't seem like their defense is like the Ravens' defense. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that anymore. And no I'm, one's scared to play their defense. Anymore. No, not at all. I mean. When's the last time we even heard of, like, oh, my God, like, Patrick Queen is killing it out What did they – I think last year they ranked, like, 21st yeah. in total defense. It's, so. it's And it's sweet in that secondary. I will tell you. I <laughs> love Marlon Humphrey, but it's sweet. They have Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. I know Kyle Fuller got hurt first game. Yeah. But still, what, Marcus Williams and – Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. And It should be a lot better than it is. Yeah. It is – I mean, I will give them – the only, I'll cut them a little slack because it is, it is really, as a DB, it is really, really hard to guard super speedy guys. Yeah. Um, especially if they're coming with a head of steam. But, I mean, you got to, that's scheme. You got to do something about that. Yeah, they got to, Harbaugh's got some things to figure out. And I think he will. I mean, Harbaugh's yeah. one of the best coaches in the NFL. So, let's go to the Patriots at the Steelers. The Patriots got the win 17-14. to Low scoring as expected. Both defenses are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Jones is, to me, just above a backup QB. He's not a backup, but I think he's good enough to be a starter. Yeah. But he's not like anything crazy. He did enough to win this game. Mitch Trubisky had a QBR of 35.3. <laughs> and I think part of it is the play calling. I mean, they're limiting him throwing down the field. There's no vertical play at all for the Steelers. Yeah, um, I'm gonna unleash here in a second, but let's, let's, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give my props to the Patriots. Uh, I think Mac Jones, given what his situation is, I think he's doing pretty good. I mean, if you got Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling your plays, they, they don't they don't want you to succeed. Yeah, if that if that's the case, and hey, give Bill some credit, he still owns the Steelers and Tomlin. Unfortunately, he does. Uh, <laughs> Mac Jones, even it, without Brady, it was a it was a boring game. Um, the only ex- excitement happened was for the Patriots was just the fucking ball to uh, I want to say the Bourne uh, uh, Aguilar, Aguilar, which yeah, I was Nelson surprised. Uh, Mac Jones got some help from his receivers this game. Nelson Aguilar had six receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown, and Jacoby Myers is still the best receiver on the team. He had yeah. nine receptions for 95 yards, but. I mean, when's the last time we've seen 100 yards from any receiver on the Patriots? Patriots. It's been a hot minute. Um, I'm going to keep this brief, but I apologize to the viewers. There will be a lot of cussing. Um, (laughs) The fucking Steelers. (laughs) I don't get it. It's literally like, it's 
I'm literally looking at my team as like, old men, we gotta do something. Like, <laughs> there's just so much offense going around, and like the game has changed so much. We can't just be we're gonna run, run, run. And it would make sense if we ran, 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 and had like four point something yards per carry. I think we got like two. <laughs> and I'm I'm being generous. And it's it's gotten so bad. And I'm going to be one of the few. I'm gonna give my, my O line some props. They're not terrible. They're not terrible, but they're not good. So I don't know why we wanna keep running the ball. And I think we need to start being more progressive. Um we need to fire Matt Canada. He needs to be fired. Um it's just limiting Everybody's too scared to like do something with Mike Tomlin looking over. And don't get me wrong, Hall of Fame coach, amazing coach, love the guy. But we got to be a little more lax and take some deep shots. That's that's we literally have. I'm not saying our wide receiver core is top five, but still we have we. What did we draft George Pickens for? That's a big part of the NFL offense today is vertical play. We drafted George Pickens second round. Let's start using him. Even every literally everybody in the press conference were like, oh, we should probably throw it to fourteen. Why don't why didn't we figure that out during the game? Why why is it always after the game? We need to start making some things happen. If not, I'm gonna show up to we're back to Heinz Field. So now it's not Akersher anymore. I'm gonna go to Heinz Field and I'm gonna have a talk with them because we need to figure this out. Because <laughs> if not, then I'm gonna be a really I can't be this sad in the fall. But I think we'll figure it out. Um, some changes do need to happen, and if they don't happen then I don't want to throw Kenny Pickett into that situation at all. People are calling for Kenny Pickett's number. Not yet, but it will come, but not yet. And we need to figure out this whole offensive thing. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, no offense. Mitch Trubisky is not the answer. Kenny Pickett is soon, is pending, honestly. (laughs) I think he's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah. Just wait one more week so the Browns can, (laughs) can beat you. All right, let's move on to the Browns. The Jets at the Browns. The Browns lost 31-30. to And now it's my turn to bet. I would say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a, little, <laughs> a couple brief things, and I'm going to give the floor to Reed. I got the floor for my team in the shitty game. I'm going to give him the floor to his team in a shitty game. Um, it just looked like the, I mean, coming into this season, um, Regardless of, you know, what Browns fans would tell me or what Reed was telling me, it did look like before, at the end of last season, that the defense was, you know, picking up and doing well, and especially the secondary. And it just looked like it all was for naught, or I don't know what is going on with the secondary, but if you can't, if you're letting a rookie do this to you guys, it's not looking too good for, you know, a star, like, wide receiver. Um, It was just... It was just so weird. Literally, the offense was doing well, and people were blaming Nick Chubb for not falling down on the ground during that run. Did Nick Chubb really think that you guys were going to lose to the Jets? Or No, he actually said in the press conference, he said, I thought the game was over. Yeah, so why wouldn't you? Which, the who the fuck over. wouldn't? <laughs> but, yeah, it. I don't know what the Browns are going to do. Um, I hope they don't fix it at least for another week so we can beat them. But, yeah, something needs to be fixed or people are going to start getting more and more pissed. And, I mean, the Browns franchise. 
We that, can't keep doing this. Yeah. The fan the fans are not happy. Listen, I know Miles Garrett was pissed about the fans booing, but like come on. Like Garrett, I love you. <laughs> but that should never happen. And the only other team to do it in the past twenty one years is the Browns. <laughs> so we've seen this before. So I mean it was just and say take we, the floor. Take the floor. floor we go up ears. we go up thirteen with a minute thirty three, okay? Mm-hmm. And we lose because we allow 14 points in the the final minute 33. So what needed to happen for that? We allowed a 66-yard touchdown pass on the very first play when they got it back after we scored. Oh, 10 seconds go by. There's a minute 23 left. And then guess what? They don't have timeouts, so they kick an onside. Amari Cooper's on that side. I love Amari Cooper. He owned it that he should have just caught it instead of trying to hit it out of bounds. But the Jets recover it, and our defense was horrible the entire game. And I was sitting there watching the game, and I was like, we're losing this game. We can't cover anyone. We're dropping back in zone, and no one knows where to go. So our, like, mm, blown coverages. Let me just cover blown coverages (laughs) for the Browns this year. So we've had five blown coverages out of our first two games because the Panthers almost came back and beat us also off of Robbie Anderson, like, 80-yard touchdown or something. So we've had five cover bus coverage bus this year for a total of 201 yards and three touchdowns okay oh my god the next closest team has only allowed two coverage bus Mm -hmm. for only 79 yards oh my 201 yards three touchdowns that has accounted for 30 percent of the two teams that we played total offense this year so the jets and the Panthers, that's 30% of their total offense. Those aren't good teams. No. (laughs) And that's accounted for three out of the seven touchdowns we've given up. That's bad. That's that's fucking coaching. That is miscommunications. Like, the corners have no idea. And it's not even just, like, the rookie Martin Emerson. It's not just Delpit. Denzel Ward is fucking up, too. I don't know whether it's John Johnson or Anthony Walker not getting the calls right. Not getting people lined up. I mean, everyone, this is what pissed me off the most about this loss, is because everyone, literally everyone on the defense said, we fucked up, we'll get it right next time. But Denzel fucking Ward, he fucking said it wasn't my coverage on that 66-yard touchdown. Wow. And then that completely, because the safety over the top was Delpit, and that completely threw Delpit under the bus. So now reporters are asking Delpit, what was the coverage on that? And all he said was it was a miscommunication. He didn't throw anyone under the bus on that. That's crazy. Ward said he had the flat, not not the fucking receiver. And I was like, dude, Ward, come on. So Everyone owned it. Amari yeah. Cooper owned the fucking the onside kick. Nick Chubb said he should have taken a knee, even though he thought the game was over, which who didn't? Yeah. Um, John Johnson and Anthony Walker both said something, who are both our team leaders on defense. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett said that should never happen. Denzel Ward did not take any blame. Yeah, and I was kind of mad about that. I would be too. I mean, if you're paying someone all that money, you're paying them to be a leader, and being a leader means you know we're all together. Yes. But it's. I mean, Delpit was already. I mean, I was. I was in a room. We're watching the game. Hilarious game, by the way. I was in a room surrounded by Browns fans, and the amount of times I heard "fuck you, Delpit" or <laughs> something cussing with Delpit. That was that was first instinct. When you go back, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. When I was, I forget who was talking about it or who was looking at the film, but two of the blown coverages were on Denzel Ward. Wow. 
Which, I mean, you can never tell for sure unless you're in the room. But yeah. the 66-yarder was apparently Denzel on first look. And then the Brees Hall third down, where no one picked up the running back, that was also Denzel. Wow. Yeah. Which I was shocked to hear. But, I mean, all bad, all bad, all bad. I know I'm bitching a lot. <laughs> Stefanski has called an amazing two weeks on offense. The Browns are seventh in offensive efficiency. Which is crazy. Seventh with a backup QB. And they're 27th in defensive efficiency. And that's all because of blown coverages. And only the Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles, and Bills have a higher offensive EPA than the Browns right now. Which is fucking insane. Those are the four. Those are arguably the four best teams in football right now. They're the only four with a higher expected points allocated than the Browns. So, I mean, there's some... Yeah, I'm bitching about the defense. I think miscommunications can get figured out. Yeah. Or can they? Because uh, it just... We were seventh in pass DVOA last year, Mm -hmm. which is top ten best against the pass. Yeah. So, it's not a consistent thing for Mike Woods to be terrible against. I think it will get cleaned up. It's just frustrating that's happened two weeks in a row because this is the stuff that can get fixed with film. Like, that's what you should be looking at, and you should be communicating in practice. Like, when you see a certain formation, you should call it out. You should all be looking at each other. I don't know. I mean, Jets, I've talked a lot about the Browns. The Jets, I think they found a playmaker in Garrett Wilson. Oh, yeah. Big game from him. Oh, Amari Cooper also came alive for us. That connection between him and Brissett is looking good. Yeah. Um... Flacco is currently sixth in total passing yards. He Who, said he was gonna win. He did win. He said he was gonna said he's gonna win. He did win. I'll give him credit for that. And I think the Jets front line for defense is pretty good. They got a lot of pressure on the Browns. Oh yeah. Sneaky game next week. Bengals, Jets. Sneaky. I think mostly I mean you had the blown coverages, but there's too many times that I saw a running back getting the check down and nobody's near him. Yeah, and that also comes with the zone coverage and yeah. the miscommunications. And it's different. It's different from like, uh, what running back am I gonna throw under the bus? It's different. <laughs> it's different from like, <laughs> from like Melvin like, Ingram. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's different from like Bricks. like a like a Samaje Pirine or like. Uh, a second, like your second or third running back, but like Michael Carter and Brees Hall are good. Brees Hall is fast as fuck. Yeah, we really got to see like his attributes being used in this game. Um, yeah. Now I like it does. It's looking really bad for the defense. If this happens against the Steelers, some changes need to fucking happen for the Browns. Yeah, if we have more blown coverages, I can expect Mike Woods to be in trouble. If you see Mitch throw for 300 yards with us, <laughs> yeah. The problem is changing coordinators midseason is a disaster. Yeah. And you never really f- come out of that fucking pit. You guys need to have like some kind of team meeting or something. Yeah. Well, Denzel Ward said that they're going to go over communication today or this week in practice. I was like, you have been playing... The, the thing that pisses me off about it is... Everyone that's playing has been playing together for two to three years. Yeah. Minus Martin Emerson, our rookie, who's getting a lot of playing time. Delpit's been injured, but he's been there to see the calls yeah. of like how the defense is run. So like there's no excuses. Yeah. At this point. Get it cleaned up or you're fucking out. <laughs> we have all the talent. Also, I fucking I just need Mike Woods to man up 
with our goddamn corners. I'm tired of seeing zone defense. Why? Our fucking DBs are so athletic. Just let them run. Like, man up against Joe Flacco and make him beat you with his arm. Yeah. Make him throw tough balls. That's all I fucking ask. But no, we just let him pick us apart in his zone because he's 150 years old and has been in the fucking league forever. Yeah, people, I mean, Joe Flacco did win a Super Bowl. Yeah. If you're a quarterback... And he's probably the best this. backup in the league. Yeah. If you're still doing this at this at this level, like, you're smart, and you're like, oh, they're playing zone, let me go ahead and do this, this, and this. And if they don't, you know, if they don't fix it, then why stop doing it? Yeah, last thing, that's that type of game is something you can't lose when you're starting a backup for 11 games. You've got to win the games you're yeah. projected to win, or you're not going to do shit in the year. Okay, let's move on to the Commanders <laughs> at the Lions. The Lions won 36-27 to and another high-scoring game for the Lions. Yeah, um, the Lions, it's it's looking like I love watching the Lions play and I love watching them win. Got some playmakers. Amara St. Brown is that guy. DeAndre Swift is that guy. Um, he's still a little banged up, but he's, when he was in, he did great. Um, it's just so weird seeing them do well when you're so used to them just being awful. But yeah. Carson Wentz, I mean, they did lose, but Carson Wentz has been lighting it up. Yes, he has. He's he's been he's been pretty good for the Commanders, um, which is odd to see, since we're so used to meltdowns from Carson Wentz or like complete fuck ups. I mean, they did lose, but I think they just couldn't get out of the hole they no. put themselves in early. The Lions got out in a big lead, and they just couldn't crawl back. Just not enough. It's just. It's all. I think it's gonna be shootouts for the the commanders. I don't think their defense is good. But I mean, you got Ron Rivera. You at least expect some kind of confident. Defense, Chase Young's still not playing. Oh yeah, he is. They're kind of yeah. I mean, they're gonna struggle. Yeah. Their offense looks pretty good though. Oh yeah. Their their wide receiver core is sneaky. Yes, I will agree with that. I mean, Lions offense looked impressive through two weeks now. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles they put up. What, 35? Yeah, 35 on them. I mean, they they know how to get their playmakers the ball, whether it's St. Brown or Swift. Fuck, even Jamal Williams is running like crazy. Yeah. Well, the Lions are actually averaging 3.8 yards before contact for the running backs. Their line is... That is fucking ridiculous. Their line is hooping. 3.8 yards before you even get touched is ridiculous. Their line is hooping. Yeah, their O-line... That I mean, you could argue top five line for rushing right there. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know because it's the Lions. Because the Lions, they're one and one, baby. When when, when did they win a game last year? It took them how long? Way too long, and they were so close. I mean, even the Eagles game was close still. Yeah. I mean, the Commanders' defense doesn't look good, but I think with the offense, if Wentz continues to play like this, they'll be in every game. Yeah, I think um, they'll probably, if they continue to be like this and they keep having everybody, I think it's going to be defense-heavy next year over the draft. Yes. Especially with Ron Rivera. Um, yeah, Wentz could be the starter there for a while if he continues to play like I this. I think he, yeah, I think he will be. I mean, it's it was all intangibles. I mean, he has all the tangibles of He's, yeah. a starting quarterback. And I, if, if he keeps going like this, you could, you could put the commander's wide receiver core in, like, top seven. I mean, he, I think top ten at the end of this year if they keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, he's currently, Wentz is currently like second in the league in passing right now. Yards. With 650 yards. Wow. 
So he's kind of he's kind of hooping. I don't have like much to say. The Lions' offense looks good. I think their defense is still sus. Yeah. Same with the Commanders. Their defense isn't looking too hot. But I mean, both teams, their offenses are fun to watch. Yeah. Nothing really more I can say. If you're a fan of each team, it's definitely a good game to watch. Yeah, I think there's a lot of positives from both both teams. It's going to be interesting to see how they both end up after this year. All right, let's go to the Colts at the Jaguars. The Jaguars fucking stomped them 24 to nothing. <laughs> now, I know we went over. The Jaguars have beat them seven straight times yeah. at the Jaguars. We, I mean, we look at that and we're like, why though? Yeah. I'm just, I want to run some stats by you. Because I looked at this, the wins. Mm-hmm. They're eight straight wins against them. Well, now eight straight yeah. since they won. So, <laughs> this is just dumb. This is just actually stupid. So, in those eight games where they played the Colts at home, they've outscored the Colts 232-104. to 104 Oh, my God. In those eight games. And they've shut them out twice. 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 Ugh. Like these are I looked at the games. One of the games they won fifty one to fourteen. I'm like I'm, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at these games and I'm like, these games are not close. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. It's literally and they have like new I mean, some people are missing, but still you like Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor, they just completely shut them down. Matt Ryan had a QBR of six point two. 6.2. He went 16 of 30 for 195 yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. Oh, my God. And on top of that, Jonathan Taylor only touched the ball 10 times for 65 yards. Oh, my God. So, play calling, obviously, was a problem. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, the Jaguars. They only got 218 total yards. We, we, we definitely we picked the Colts for this, but... It should have just went with how history has been going. The Jaguars, yeah. Jaguars, you know, a little bit of humming along. Uh, I knew it was going to take some time for Trevor Lawrence, but he's actually um, doing pretty well. He found a little connection with Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk had a really big game. Yes, he did. Um, so, yeah, not much to say besides the Colts. Like, Jaguars own you at home. I've never seen this much of this <laughs> much of. Meltdown. Very impressive. At another stadium like this. Yeah. I thought the Jaguars would be better this year, but 24 nothing against the Colts. Come on. Who the fuck saw that coming? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I mean, you could have maybe told me that the Jaguars going to win, but I didn't think it was going to be a shutout. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence actually has the fifth highest QBR of the year so far at 73.1. Hmm. Nice. He's been very efficient. I mean, he went yeah. twenty-five of thirty, two thirty-five, and two touchdowns. I mean, we, me and me and Reed knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to be good. He just, just needed a competent coach. Yeah, it's just going to take time. I think Doug Peterson is a good coach for the offense. For and them. Peterson knows how to fucking call a game. Yeah, he knows how to manage a game. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. I think they're in good hands. They now lead the division after two weeks. Which is not saying much because that division. We'll get we'll get to the AFC yeah. South. We'll get to the AFC South. We'll get to them later. <laughs> All right, let's go to the Buccaneers at the Saints. The Buccaneers finally got finally. their win with Tom Brady at the Saints, twenty to ten. I mean, is this looking like the biggest rivalry in the NFL? It is. I mean, something's always popping off. Uh, I think it was cool to see. Well, not cool, but it was funny to see Tom finally get a win against the Saints. Uh, but, I mean, it wasn't with Sean Payton's there. But they still got the win. Um, I think 
just the Buccaneers. Oh, Buccaneers. Uh, Jameis Winston showed up and threw what three picks? Yeah, we're looking at probably the worst QB game of the day. Brady had a thirty point nine QBR and Jameis had a thirteen point seven. So both, I mean, offense was non-existent. It was one Brady bomb that separated the game. I mean, Brady was throwing to fucking me and you out there. Yeah. I get it. And the, the Saints defense is good. I think the biggest surprise for me, like, the Buccaneers defense has been good. It's been good the past three years. But, yeah. like, it looks like Super Bowl good right yeah. now. It looks like how they were when they won years it. ago. Yeah. When they won it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have the depth in the back end. They have the pass rush, and no one runs on them. No. Um, yeah, I mean the Saints were without Alvin Kamara, but I don't think it would have mattered. I think they're going to lose this anyway, especially if your quarterback's throwing three picks. Um, not not much to say about this game. It was mostly the things that happened that didn't involve football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going on in Mike Evans game. suspended one game because he fought on the field. Yeah, <laughs> Brady started it all though. Yeah, oh yeah, Brady. Brady needs to get some kind of blame here, some kind of fine, something, because I don't know about that. Oh no, he needs a fine. Stop it. He 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 was wild and all out. he did he said something to Marshawn Lattimore who also was doing shit to him. He Brady went over. He went over to say that it should have been a flag. Yeah, and then Marshawn started talking shit. And then you know Brady, he's gonna talk shit right back. What QB do you know runs all the way out there and does that? Okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it'd be different if it was like a five yard out. What QB do you know that has seven Super Bowls? That's true. <laughs> but it'd be he different. is the face of the NFL. He can do whatever he wants. It's different <laughs> if it was like a five yard out and you talk to the ref. Yo, what the hell is going on? That was a bomb. He had to run all the way over. There. He did. He was walking down and yelling at the ref. He should have gotten at least a flag. Yeah. On that play, I agree with that. I think of fine. But then Marshawn, like, throat punch Fournette, and then Mike Evans came out of nowhere. Why oh, Why was Bruce Arians on the field? That's what I was just... Uh, hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> hold on one second. Uh, the Mike Evans thing, I'm so tired of seeing Mike Evans take these cheap shots. I'm so... T- you are 6'5". There's yeah. no reason you need to be taking cheap shots on a little DB. And he still got hood on the ground. Now, let's get to that. I don't know why... Bruce Arians was no, but everybody's talking about. Oh my God, Mike Evans, Mike Evans. Why the hell was Bruce Arians? He was talking just as he much. He was shit. talking. Him trash. and Marshawn were going at it. If you and that's, I think they're going to address that. Like, yo, if you're not a coach, they were yeah, get your ass up there. Because <laughs> you, you, you know, you're assistant what, assistant GM. Yeah, you don't need to be down there. I don't. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I'm. We really missed an opportunity here because I really wish Chauncey Gardner was on the team. Still oh my god! Because I can only imagine what the fight would have been with him there. <laughs> I just think that would have been interesting, but we all know he's on the Eagles now. Yeah, so. but I mean, he's a ride or die. Yeah, I think. Uh, last point on this: I think everything off the field of Tom's life is affecting his attitude on the field. I mean, he's always been like a psycho. But like this is getting a little wild. Like he's talking, he's talking to a ref on everything. I think, I think this is really the last year. It needs to be. He doesn't look like he's taking a step back with his arm or anything. I just think he's letting emotions get the best of him yeah. in most situations. I mean, I get it. The Saints, he finally beat him. Yeah. Maybe it's just a little pressure release there. I, I mean, man, you've been doing this game way too long, man. 
to have a rival at this point. Rival, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. You got seven Super Bowls, man. What do you need? What more do you need? Yeah, I think he's accomplished as much as he can. And no one, I don't think, will ever come close to no. what he's done. Not in football. Oh, no. no. I think this is it. And then he's going to go live his life with Giselle. Yeah, it needs to happen because, I mean, I'm tired of seeing him. And he just needs to get, you know, a cute little broadcasting job and he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be good. I don't know if she'll even let him do that. <laughs> she better not. All right, let's go to the Falcons at the Rams. Rams won 31-27. to Now, don't let the score trick you. Well, I don't even know how to... This game just makes no sense to me. It was 28-10. to The Rams were blowing them out the entire yeah. game. It was 28-10 to going into the fourth. And then... Just a collapse on defense and... Special teams. A few... Yeah, like... Uh, that punter got fucking flipped. <laughs> that punter got leveled. And then, I don't know... Like, Drake London had a really good game. Um, it was good to see a, a rookie do that on the um, against the Rams. Yeah, big game for him. But it's looking like... I don't know what is up with the Rams. It's looking like whoever is going to come out of the AFC is just going to win. Because... And they're going to beat the Bucks Because... The Rams can't have these kind of meltdowns. I mean, the the pick to seal the game, Jalen Ramsey was acting like they won the Super Bowl. Like, man, you were playing the Falcons. Marcus Mariota threw that ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, this should have been this should have been the the cover. They should have covered. I yeah. I don't understand how you cannot tell me that Marcus Mariota was going to keep it within ten against the Super Bowl winning Rams. I yeah. just. There's no way. Everything. And it's just like, I think that this line is getting exposed. Yeah, I think the line had issues. I think their defense isn't as good as it was last no. year. Um, I don't. I don't know. Atlanta like is resilient. They've had two straight games where, I mean they, they were beating the Saints majority of the game, yeah. but they lost late. But who? I mean, no one thought this game would be close or that Saints game. No. So I mean. I think there's a lot, a lot of good from the Falcons so far this year. We we expected them to be pretty bad, one yeah. of the worst teams in the league. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's the Rams just look more and more just depleted for some reason. And I don't yeah, know. maybe they'll get back into it, but I don't know. I I can see them getting it back together. I mean, they have McVay. Stafford is a. Uh, Stafford's kind of struggling. Uh, they did get Robinson involved, Allen Robinson involved early this game, so that's good. I, the Falcons just need to scheme Kyle Pitts open. Yeah, I, he's they must easily. be bracketing him or something on the defensive side because two catches for 19 yards in both games. Still though, it's different than like if you're a wide receiver getting bracketed because they can just wall you off at the corner. These are linebackers on him. He can get open on safeties. I don't think linebackers are guarding him. He can get open on safeties. Yeah, but like, I don't know. You come on. You've you've seen this man play football. There's yeah, no way. There's no way <laughs> he shouldn't be getting targeted. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Arthur Smith needs to get his shit together. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of good from Atlanta. Like I said, not a lot of good looking for the Rams. I mean, they're they might be in trouble, and not only the division that they're in. I mean, I don't see them beating any of the top teams in the NFC right now. No, especially when we'll talk about this other team later. 
and I think they're going to have real issues against them. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Seahawks at the 49ers. The 49ers won 27-7. Now, there's majority of this game Jimmy G played because Trey Lance got hurt. I think that was the big news. He broke his ankle. Yeah. Is out for the season. So, Jimmy G is back. Some mixed emotions on the sidelines. I mean, yeah. the players looked very happy yeah. when Jimmy G came on and scored on the first drive. Not saying they don't feel bad for Trey Lance, because no. that's awful. Yeah. But, like, they, I feel like they know now that they're back in playoff contention. Yeah. Almost. I think... They're playing for something. Yeah. I think this is the team I was talking about with the Rams. I think now with Jimmy G, that it's just like... It's awful what happened to Trey Lance, you know. Best wishes to Trey Lance. And I think, I mean... He'll even, be back. He's young. Oh, yeah. He'll be back. Um... It's, it's worse. I mean, the broken ankle's awful, but there's worse things that happen to you than a broken ankle. Um, and this is just going to be another learning year for him. But now the 49ers are in win-now mode because Trey Lance, you're like, oh, let's wait and see. Maybe he is that guy. You know who Jimmy G is, and the, the team loves Jimmy G. Yeah, and you could tell. When he scored that touchdown, that rushing touchdown, oh, my God. It was like a damn party. It was. It was crazy watching the 49ers. Like, how, how like, it just felt like... Felt the like morale, they were back. The morale was just so huge yeah. with Jimmy G. Hope. And, and he got 350000 for that win, so... Crazy. That's a nice, that's a nice that's check over there. crazy. But <clears throat> the way that the 49ers are and they're going up, it's... I, I can see them beating the Rams. I can, too. I can see them winning that division, for sure. Um, not much to talk about the Seahawks. Seahawks are Seahawks. Um, Seahawks are who we thought they were. They're <laughs> a bottom-five team, and they're resorting to trick plays that Pete Carroll is calling, yeah. and that's not going to win you many games. That catch that wasn't a catch because of flat by DK was, that was a monster catch. Yeah. I mean, DK's great, but who's throwing the ball? Geno Smith was very backup-like yeah. last week. Came back down to earth. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Really, it was one of the most boring games, in my opinion, on Sunday. Jimmy G is nothing crazy to watch, yeah. and then Geno Smith is just not very good. So, Seahawks are in trouble. They're not going to win many games after beating the Broncos week <laughs> one. Well, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Let's do Cardinals at the Raiders. The Cardinals ended up winning 29-23 to in OT. <sighs> yeah, this game. Uh, what's, what's going on with the seven wins? I, we thought that the Raiders were going to win this. Listen, I'm not out of the seven wins yet for the Cardinals <laughs> because, I mean, they've only played two good quarters of football out of eight this entire yeah. year. I don't – I mean, it is as a D-lineman hard to run after Kyler Murray. He's just so shifty. But, come on, you can't be giving up plays of points like that. It was wild. Um, they were literally up, what, 20-0? to 20-0 to at halftime. And – give your number one, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL, two catches. Two catches. Devontae Adams yards. had two catches. Two catches, 12 yards. After we just saw Patrick Mahomes tear up that defense. <laughs> I was expecting, oh my god, Devontae's gonna have like a 180 game. Yeah. Because, I mean, Patty Mahomes was throwing it to Burger King Burger <laughs> Flippers. Yep. But, yeah, I, it's, it, kudos to Kyle Murray for pulling this off. There's not too many uh, wins like that that I think I will see out of Kyler Murray, yep. but um, they're hanging on. I still think their coach needs to get 
fired into space. Yeah. But they still have issues. Oh yeah, especially the false start on the two point conversion. They had a false start because they, they no, it was a delay of game. Delay right? of game, yeah, yeah, delay of game, which is even worse than a yeah. false start. Delay of game is what I meant. Um, how do you not have a play ready? <laughs> how, do you, how do you not have a play ready in this circumstance? And they yeah. still they still got it off. Don't let wild. this game trick you. They won because of Kyler Murray and his fucking legs. They didn't win because of Kingsbury. Um, and because Hunter Renfro. Yeah, and the double fumble, which, what are the odds he does that? Unlucky. But that's the NFL. Yeah. Any given fucking Sunday at this point. Exactly. Um, Kyler Murray had a two-point conversion to tie the game to go into OT. That was... He ran... This is a Madden stat, basically. He ran 84.85 yards just for this two-point conversion. Oh, my God, dude. I literally, like, after that, I saw him, like, breathing air. Like, I was like, dude, he needs to sit down and get, like, the air pump on him because he ran all over the place. He, he was, was running for his life it the last was two quarters. like watching Oklahoma Kyler. Yeah. Just running around. Making he's, plays. He's got beef here in the sense then, so... <laughs> I know that shit was hard on him. Yeah. They are investigating the fan, too, because when he went to celebrate, someone punched him in the face. Now, I saw the video. It looked it was like, like he was slant. trying to... He's trying to... But it looked like he was a fan. It looked like he was trying to, like, hit his shoulder pads. It's, it's like, interesting because there's two Cardinals fans on the outside and then two Raiders on the yeah. inside. So you don't really know or see where the hand's coming from. And it goes... It, like, it moves with Kyler. So yeah. he, like, gets hit, it turns away, and then he turns back, and the camera turns back. So it's like... <clears throat> who knows how that's going to end up? They're investigating it, yeah, but it's not. I don't think anything. It's not like Kyler Murray got hurt. So. No, I do like how these players are like, "Yo, what the fuck did you just do to me?" Yeah, he they right shouldn't be touching. Around. They shouldn't be yeah. touching him at all. Just, I mean, if you jump in there, then people are going to touch you. But you know, I mean, you shouldn't be acting like you're uh, you're one of the players. You know, hitting his helmet or something or smacking him. Yeah. For some reason, Kyler Murray takes a lot of hate from fans at stadiums. I went to the Browns Cardinals game last year and a fan right in front of me threw his Bud Light bottle at Kyler Murray when he ran through the end zone on the corner and it almost hit him. And Whoa, then the Browns have a habit <laughs> of throwing things. Yeah. Like yeah, Sunday, uh, the owner actually got hit by a water bottle. And they said the man appeared intoxicated. Shocking. Because everyone, if you've ever gone to a Browns game, every single person's drunk because they know that they're going to give up a 13-point lead in two minutes. <laughs> yeah, um... I hope I hope something happens with that one because you paid you I mean you pay just because you pay to be there doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, the craziest thing to me is like if you're in distance to hit someone with something you can throw, you paid good money. Yeah. At any NFL stadium you went to, you're paying probably one fifty plus. Yeah. For those seats. And he's probably he might get banned forever. He's gonna get banned <laughs> forever. You hit the owner, you're done. <laughs> See ya. You might not hear any kind and of And fuck, you hit that. you hit a star player like Kyler Murray, you're probably done too, so Raiders fans are just as bad as Browns fans. Yeah. It's like Raiders, Browns, Eagles. I don't know. Bills. Last, last no, week. Bills are nice fans. Yeah. They're just psycho They're psychopaths. Yeah. Um just tailgates are psychos. Last point about this game, uh didn't you touch too much about the Raiders offense? It's weird because they have so many weapons and they're just having these meltdowns. Yeah. And I don't understand it. When coming in, I was like, oh my God, they're going to probably score like... The the only hard games they're going to be in their division, they're probably going to score like 20, 25 plus, 30 um, each game. Yeah. But it's... For some reason, it's not clicking for the whole offense. Yeah, I don't know. I actually wrote down that they, they had 236 total yards in the first half and... That was 
So they only had like 80 yards in the second half total. Oh my god. Yeah, they had 236 out of 324 in the first half. Which is ridiculous. Something is, I don't know if this is a play calling. Or Josh what. McDaniel, round two at head coach job. He's going to run back to Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Belichick Rehab Center. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Texans at the Broncos. The Broncos won 16-9. to uh, I mean, like, Another coaching clinic from, clinic from Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Broncos right now. Um, it seemed like it was going to be a match made in heaven for this whole team. And... Nathaniel Hackett just isn't isn't living up to being that guy. He even said in the press conferences, like, I need to get my shit together. But, I mean, it's... I mean, if you're in that division, you need to get your shit together soon. Sooner than later. Yeah. Because you will start losing I mean, we're starting to look at the Raiders and the Broncos as just not even contenders mm-hmm. with the Chargers and Chiefs. I mean, I know it's early, but... Yeah. They better figure it out fast. Because, I mean, they should have put 20 on them. I mean, come on. They should have put fucking 30 on them. Yeah. The hey, I'm starting to think the Texans' defense is not that bad. No, the Texans the Texans are like... 20 and 16 points, that's what they've allowed the first two games. They're um, getting, not as in like scoring and what, they're getting to the Lions' title of like playing harder than what they what they. I like Lovey Smith down there. Yeah. It's great culture down there. Um... Yeah, I mean, there's a few glaring things from the Broncos. They're one of the most penalized teams right now. They actually had 13 penalties for 100 yards last game. And in the first game, they had 12 penalties. So Can't win like that. 25 penalties through the first two games is most ever in franchise history for the Broncos. And they continue to struggle in the red zone. They have yet to score in the red zone. A touchdown, at least. I don't know how you do that with those wide receivers, those running backs, and Russell Wilson. Yes. I don't Unbelievable. I don't understand it. If you're getting penalized and you can't score in the red zone, you're not going to win a lot of games. I mean, what did 16 back-to-back, right? They lost 17-16 last week. If you're not scoring 28 points in that division... You're going to be last in that division. Yeah. Um... Davis Mills, I mean, for the takeaways for the Texans, Davis Mills continues to be bad on the road. Yeah. One in six in his career. His away stats are 100 yards less per game. Um, he's had four touchdowns, nine picks, and his, an average QBR of 63. Oh, my God. At home, he's got 14 touchdowns, one pick, and a QBR of 108. So Wow. Yeah, so he's a he's like he's a if he's man. playing at home, they can pro- they, they might get you if they're playing away. That's just what's more embarrassing about this to me, though. Like, Davis Mills had a horrible game, and they still had a chance to win the game. Like they had their chances, they just couldn't capitalize. Yeah. And Damon Pierce is a fucking load. He's going to continue to get the ball more. He should. And he's going to run people over. It's his time to get the more. I don't <laughs> know why they're trying to run in with Rex Burkhead. Yeah, I mean, not much to say about that. Broncos need to figure it out fast, or they're going to be last. Yeah, it's not looking too hot. No. All right, let's go to the Bengals at the Cowboys with one of my favorite games of the week. <laughs> Speaking of not looking too hot. Cowboys won 20-17 to with a backup QB and Cooper Rush. Again, this is a game we thought the Bengals were going to win, but yeah, it's I don't, I don't understand what is going on with the Bengals. Um, they're an O-line is continuously looking bad. Um, granted, they are facing, in the first two games, really good defenses and really good like 
a player, the best player on that team is on the D line, but you got to figure this out because you getting your QB killed, and yeah. some of them is on him, but still, like every when I was watching the game, Michael Parsons was in the backfield. Yeah, six times he got sacked six times this week. You're not going to win many games if your QB gets sacked more than five times. Yeah, it's well, just such a demoralizing blow. Seven against the Steelers, and now six against the Cowboys. Yeah, thirteen. You y'all y'all. Thirteen times in two weeks. Joe Burrow's already had an injury. That's got to be the clear, clear cut lead for yeah. most oh, things. Yeah. You're back right where you started last year. And he paid all this money for this line. And you paid a lot of money for the line. Lyle Collins is looking more like a liability. <laughs> exactly. He can he can run block, I think, but he is getting smoked by the better ends in the league. Yeah, I mean, if you pay your right tackle that much, came in, I'm going to be the bodyguard for Joe Burrow. No, you not. Quote of the year. Quote of the year. No, you not. I, if, if you, as a right tackle, most of the times you're going to face – the best ends most of the times. Uh, sometimes you know you get Miles Garrett on the left side and whatnot, but most of the times you'll face the best ends. And if you can't produce, that's not looking too good for your offense because it starts with the line. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. The run. The run block blocking is looking pretty good, but they're a pass team. So if you can't pass block, then I mean the Bengals just need to shift into like a quicker, like um quicker pass offense. Yeah. Like, I know Zach Taylor loves the vertical play. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't have enough time to throw down there. No. And I get Burrow trying to hold on and make a play, but throw the fucking ball away. Yeah. You're, taking you're not going to last. Too many. You're taking way too many sacks, and you're not going to last in this league um, if you're getting hit like that and allowing yourself to get hit like that. Yeah. On the flip side, I think Dallas has some positives. Week one, we were not looking at positives at all. Mm. I think... It's interesting because the Dallas defense, I think, is going to be all right this year. Two games against two of the better offenses into the season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they held up 19 and 17 points. Yeah. That's pretty impressive against Brady yeah, and Joe Brady, Burrow. Brady and Joe it's Brady. not like they're playing the Jets. Yeah. I think with, like, how this. Cowboys offense is they're going to have to keep relying on their defense especially Michael Parsons Michael Parsons is having already an amazing two games um, he's going to be up there in DPOY uh, yeah. rankings mm-hmm. but yeah overall it's looking scary for the Bengals uh, they're going to have an easier game with the Jets but if they lose this uh, the it's not looking too good. Yeah. Uh, Zach Taylor, <clears throat> there's been this week a lot. This week, a good amount of these coaches are looking like coordinators and not coaches. Yeah. That's um, what... Especially with Zach Taylor. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, even his quarterback was arguing with him. I saw in the clips that Joe Burrow was like, no more empty sets because he was getting killed. Yeah, he was getting murdered. He needed some running back help. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the Bengals. Um, it, it was just so weird seeing them with, like, how dynamic their offense is. You know, Jamar Chase going off, T. Higgins going off. But now it's just looking stagnant for some reason. Yeah. I hope it continues. I don't know. You catch lightning in a bottle one year, and then the NFL is unforgivable. So They are 0-2. I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs, so if you yeah. get there. Right. But 
It's not. It's not gonna help you. There's some to. things with the Bengals that last year. I mean, they won the division by a game, and the Ravens-Browns were two of the most hurt teams in the NFL. Take that how you will, but we've talked about it on this podcast mm-hmm. before. They they lost to bad teams last year and beat... I mean, really, you beat some good teams last year, too, but, I mean, you're just too spotty. Yeah. And now I think... I mean, come on, this is the NFL, like... There's only a select few people you can't defend against. And usually the NFL coordinators will catch up to you on defense. Yeah. And now, I mean, if you... One thing, if you don't get your O-line together, you're never going to win a Super Bowl. No. Because that's what happened in the, in the actual Super Bowl last year. Like, it finally caught up to you. On the yeah. very last... Imagine, the very last play of the game, Aaron Donald breaks through your O-line and tackles him, and it could have been a fucking 60-yard touchdown to Jamar Chase. They would have won. Um, it's almost ironic in a way. Like, you lost because you're O-line. Yeah. It, it just, once you see... Or poetic. Or wait. Poetic. <laughs> once you see... Uh, once If you keep... If this keeps happening, you, you're you very... Bengals are very fortunate that their QB has such mental fortitude. Because he could easily end up like Sam Darnold and seeing Ghost. Yeah. Because... If you if you're hiking the ball and somebody's already in the backfield every single trip, you're gonna make more and more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you keep holding on to the ball trying to get the big play. Throw it away and take the short yardage. Yeah. It's it's why they give you four downs for a reason. Yep. You don't always need to hit the big touchdown play. Yeah, congrats, Cooper Rush, two and as a Dallas starter, two game winning drives. <sighs> I mean, good for him. Get rid of Dak. I mean if if time. If the Cowboys can figure out their offense with Dak coming back, I think they're going to be all right with their defense. They'll be in most games. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, good win for them. AFC North, 0-3 out of the games we've talked about. Nice. Or 0-4. We've talked yeah, about all of them. Yeah. Bad week for the AFC North. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Bears at the Packers on Sunday night. The Packers won 27-10. I, I have issues with the Bears. And there's two things. One, I don't want to sound like Colin Coward because that motherfucker, all he <laughs> talks about is you need an offensive coach. You need an offensive yeah. this. I don't think that's necessarily true, but the Bears cannot get their coach right. No. It's... In this instance, I don't want to agree with Colin Coward, but in this instance, <laughs> you do. He said you go out, you get the big play guy. <laughs> you either either you get an offensive coach or you get you pay a you lot of money. You get the offensive genius. You get a lot of money for a good OC because I what is what are the Bears on offense? It's just Justin Fields trying not to die. This is what really makes me mad about it though. Like no one can tell me Justin Fields can't throw the football. Oh yeah, he's being limited. Like against the Packers, he threw it eleven times. You're not going to win in the NFL. Like, this isn't college. You're not going to win in the NFL throwing 11 times. Why won't they let him throw the ball downfield? Why won't they let him just throw it in general? It's just, like, it's just infuriating. If I was a Bears fan, I'd I'd be so mad. Like, nothing has changed from Matt Nagy not using him right last year to this year so far. Yeah. Um, Like, if he turns the ball over, he turns the ball over. Let him fucking throw it. What? That's my thing. What are you guys playing for? You're not, you guys aren't going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> they're playing, at this point, they're playing to lose by less than 14 points each game. <laughs> That's what it seems like. I mean, you already got your QB, so you don't need to get high up in the draft for anything. Yeah. Um, just, you, you know, there's going to be wide receivers. I just don't, draft wide receivers. It's but. just like, I'm just 
dumbfounded. Like, I don't understand. Let the man throw the ball. Yeah. I, it's the same thing with, like, you need to be more like the Bills. They let Josh Allen do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Yeah. And look how he turns out. It's just like, how is he supposed to develop if he's not yeah. throwing it at Sometimes you're He's not a fucking make, running back. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make mistakes sometimes. And he's getting killed because he runs hard. And he tries to fucking make it in the end zone, but he gets smacked. He's a, he's a great quarterback, though. I I think he'll be really good if he stays alive in that offense. Yeah. Um, I wish he went somewhere else, but that's not going to happen. He's probably going to be a bear for life. This was, yeah. I think the pack, the Packers have some glaring issues, in my opinion. Like, I think the game was closer than what the score showed. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was it was a, like, a foot, foot difference. No, probably less than that. Inches away from Justin Fields getting in the end zone to make yeah. it 24-17. to 17 Yeah. With like nine minutes left in the game. But they couldn't get in. And then A-Rod hit a deep ball down the field for another field goal. But like... I don't, I don't know. The Bears are just not that good. No. You throw 11 times and you're still in the game with Aaron Rodgers? I think... I think their defense is kind of overrated. Who, the Packers? The Packers. Yeah. All I heard... All year, and I heard this last year too, that that front four is something mean. But why are they getting pushed off the line? Like, David Montgomery, like, averaged fucking 10 yards last night. Yeah. And on Sunday. It was, I don't know, maybe because they're missing Darius Smith. I don't know. Um, but to me, it's looking like Aaron Rodgers, is, Aaron Rodgers' attitude is affecting this offense because he, he was throwing. In the beginning, he was throwing all the like Randall Cobb in the yeah. beginning, and then he finally just started throwing into the new wide receivers. But it was mostly a run, run like running back heavy of who was on his team, who he's been on his team with. Yeah, he's been neglecting. If you fuck up, he's just. Gonna I think Romeo Dobbs had two touches, and they were like both like five yard. Yeah, catches. I I just this is the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career. I think most teams are not scared. Of yeah. what they're bringing to the table each game. I mean, where's the vertical threat? Sammy Watkins, old ass? No. Yeah. No one's fucking scared of the Packers. No one. Yeah. If you if, if the Packers can't run, I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I, they have some issues. I don't think Matt LaFleur is that good of a coach. I think he's been carried by Aaron Rodgers. But I think this is the season that he needs to fucking get his shit together. Or yeah. people will start to realize that. Because Rodgers can only take you so far. Yeah, as far as he wants to take you, because he doesn't even want. To, he doesn't even look like he wants to play. Yeah, he's kind of trolling around. But Rodgers owns the Bears. Rodgers owns the Bears. That's all we got from this game. <laughs> yeah, Rogers Bears play Bears. safe once again. I hate the Bears' offensive game plan each game. I just. All right, we're moving on. I can't let your QB talk about rip the Bears. it. Yeah, just throw the ball. Let your QB rip. How are you supposed to win when they know you're not going to throw the ball? You don't. You don't win. There is no answer to that. <laughs> I'm not a Bears fan. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Titans at the Bills. The Bills won 42-7. to uh, This is going to be a quick recap. Uh, <laughs> the Titans fucking suck, and the Bills look like they're going to win the Super Bowl. I just wanted to cover two things. The QB play was really the story of the game. I mean, Josh Allen versus Ryan Tannehill. It's just Josh Allen was way fucking better, and it showed. 
This is your weekly Ryan Tannehill needs to be fired. Yeah, so Josh Allen was 26 of 38 for 317 yards and four touchdowns. Tannehill was 11 of 20 for 117 yards, zero touchdowns, and two picks. Yeah, this offense is very limited. If you can't run the ball with Derrick Henry... Which, I wanted to go over that too, because the Titans were held under 100 rushing yards for back-to-back games to start Mm -hmm. the year. They didn't rush for 100 last week either, and they lost... I mean, I, I never looked up what Tannehill is when they do rush for over 100 mm-hmm. yards. But last year, um, they were only held under 100 yards for five games. So, what is that? 13 games over 100, even 200 yards some games yeah. they had rushing. So, I mean, it's starting to fall apart. Yeah. This um... This... To me, it's like what we talk about the coordinators. I think people know how to stop the Titans now. Yeah. This uh-huh. run this run at you bullshit with Tannehill in the back is not working. No. And like I said, I think this is the end of Tannehill-Vrabel duo. I oh, think. Yeah. I think this is it. Um, they're really missing A.J. Brown. I think, I don't... Worst trade I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I think, I mean, Traylon Burks, I think, is going to do good. I'm high on Traylon Burks, but he's not going to be A.J. Brown. You can't get rid of a number one. No. And expect a rookie to fill in that place? Yeah. No. Um, out of the games we have talked about that have, that have like, the teams are either, like, losing or they lost or they won but they shouldn't have, it's all been coaching. It's all been, like, oh, we don't think this coach is a good coach. He's a good OC or a good DC, whatever. This is, I think this is the only team that Vrabel is not the issue. It is your QB. I, yeah, I can I, agree with that. <clears throat> Vrabel, I think Vrabel's a good coach, good coach to have around, good for the culture. Your QB is so bad. Like <laughs> it's it's not even like like when when they signed when he signed that three year seventy seven million, I was like, you guys don't want to win. You, yeah. you guys just don't want to win at all. They saw success for like one or two years and were like, all right, we're taking a shot on it, and it just. He played wide receiver yeah. in college. I don't know why they thought he was going to be an elite quarterback, especially he's in this division. It. He's It's just not it. And if you can just stuff the box, I mean, Derrick Henry, I mean, I love Derrick Henry, but, I mean, if you got three guys tackling him, he's not going to do anything. Um, so you guys are going to have to figure it out. Fuck y'all for throwing Malik Willis in there. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. 30-point <laughs> loss. Yeah, there. I think the Bills look the part of the best team in the NFL. Their defense is scary. Stephon Diggs went fucking crazy. Yeah. Three touchdowns? Three over touchdowns. like 170 yards yep. or something. 140 yards or something like that. I don't know. It's looking like uh, that Josh Allen MVP is looking nice. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, that game was a blowout. Not much to be said besides Titans are falling apart. Bills look good. Um, Vikings at the Eagles to end... Week two, the Eagles won twenty four to seven. I don't know why I keep betting against history. <laughs> we did bet against history sucks. quite a bit this week. When the lights are too bright, he sucks. Yeah, I'm just Jalen Hurts looked really good. Oh, oh my passing. God. passing. I'm not even talking about just running. Oh my god, passing he's a tank ball? also. Oh yeah, he is on the goal line. I don't know who can stop them on the goal line. Well, that man has a juggernaut rib protector going yeah. on. Yeah, he needs it. He's six one. He's getting taking shots, but he, <laughs> he's that guy. Um, a huge. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Uh, I think the Eagles finally found a little bit of identity on defense. 
Mm-hmm. And it also helped that they played Kirk Cousins on their lights, and he sucks. But um, they overall just a great game, a great win. I mean, we were high on the Vikings. I didn't think they were only going to I'm still seven. not, like, low on the Vikings. No, like, but you thought they, they had – this, is, this is the thing about that game yesterday is, like, they were – they had their chances to catch up, and they Kirk just did not deliver. So it's like – I don't. I mean, twenty-four to seven seems bad, but if you watch the game, it was like a slow pace. You know what I mean? Yeah, but not all your games are going to be one o'clock on Sunday. You're going to have no. some prime time games. I agree, and when you get to the playoffs, it's only prime time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kirk falls to two and ten on Monday night. I get it. Monday <laughs> night Kirk though. Coupons. Monday night games are not his, but in the postseason, you're not going to have a Monday night playoff game, no. right? Okay. I don't think so no. Yeah, I don't know. That weird. The Vikings run game was non-existence. The Eagles defense just showed out. It was interesting too because the Eagles had the third lowest rate of pressure last year with thirteen percent in like in game. Yeah. But in the second half, they were blitzing almost every play, and oh, the yeah. Vikings did not. I don't know what they were doing. They were doing empty sets <laughs> and not helping Kirk at all. Yeah. Like I get he had three picks, but like, and yes, he shouldn't just throw the ball up hoping his receiver catches it. Yeah. But my like, what the fuck? They didn't pick up a single blitz. Yeah, the Eagles usually aren't a blitzing team. They're, They're not. They just said, "Fuck it." We're gonna, they they we're saw gonna... the fear in Kirk Cousins' eyes. Yeah, and they were just like, "Whatever, we're just gonna blitz." I saw. I'm glad. Like, I can see. It's good to see teams making those adjustments. Like, if they see blood in the water, they're gonna attack it. And the Eagles are really good at overwhelming you. Just like the whole culture and everything with the Eagles is just overwhelming you. Um, it's really, it's really something to see. Also, night game at the Eagles. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Eagles fans. A lot like the Browns fans are fucking crazy. Uh, Love to see those night Shout games. out to Darius Slay giving the ball to James Harden. <sighs> he Philly, did give Philly, it to James Philly, Harden. Philly connection there. Love me some James Harden. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our week two recap. We were actually 8-8 eight and eight on picks. We're not too good. Not doing too hot, <laughs> but I will hot. say the four blown games between the Ravens, well, three blown games and then one bad game from mm-hmm. the Bengals. We we were very close to 12-4. and four. Yeah. So, I mean, you shut those three games off and you know, you're like, yeah, they won that game yeah. in the NFL. You don't blow 20-point leads in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. And we got two of those in the one 14-point lead in the 17, 14, and 1 is our record. Yeah, which we're not doing so hot, but I mean, eh, this week was weird. We'll balance it out, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go into fantasy update. So, let's give a few fantasy gold players that are kind of coming out of nowhere, doing well. Um, I, for my first one, we'll just do 1-1 one, one and go back and forth. For my first one, I think Drake London. Um, has been doing really well for a rookie. Uh, he's right now in fantasy rank 14, which is pretty crazy for a wide receiver, especially in the Falcons. Rookie? Uh, with Mariota at QB. With Mariota at QB. Uh, when we thought it was just going to be the Kyle Pitts show. It's actually Maybe Pitts is the, freeing him up a lot. <laughs> that is true. It's actually looking like the Drake London show. Um, he didn't do too bad against the Rams. I think he had like 80-something. Eight for 80-something in the touchdown. Uh, which is pretty good against the Rams, even though their defense is looking suspect. But, yeah, I'll give it to uh, Drake London for my first gold one. Yeah, for my first fantasy goal, I'm going to go Curtis Samuel on the Commanders. 
The man is nice. position rank eight in fantasy right now, averaging twenty one point five points a game. And he's I think which is interesting because I'm pretty sure he's top five of receptions. Yeah. It's weird seeing like all of those PPR guys, and it's Curtis Samuel, the one that's hooping. Yeah, everyone was like, Terry McLaurin's going to be one, Dotson's going to be two. Everyone kind of forgot about Curtis Samuel because he was hurt the whole year yeah. last year. But he had a great year at the Panthers. He was supposed to be the next guy at the Commanders besides Terry. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt. But yeah, he's really come alive. Carson Wentz hyper-targets him. So yeah. He's very dynamic. So he's doing well. Um, my second one... Uh, is Amaran St. Brown. He's number four ranking. Um, he's been lighting up this season. And I don't know if just nobody can guard him. I don't know what's going on, but every time I look at the TV, he's scoring. He's, he's getting scoring rushing attempts. He's getting fucking catches. He's, he's getting targets. He's doing it all. Yeah. And he has been living it up. And, I mean, when you saw him getting drafted, nobody obviously thought he was going to be like this, but... Three touchdowns. That shit's crazy. Yeah, he was... I mean, he had, what, 30-something points? 38? 38 points. Oh, my God. Yep, yeah, I was facing him, so that was fun to see. I'm going to go with another commander that most people probably didn't even draft if you had, like, a 10-man league. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Carson Wentz. I mean, he's heavy commanders this yeah, week. I mean, I'm high on the commander's offense right now. They got... He's... Number five on the QBs for fantasy right now, averaging almost 27 points a game. And that's with throwing interceptions. He's thrown three interceptions. <laughs> He's looking like a, a he big is Ben cool. right there. Like I said, second in passing yards right now. He's, I think, tied for first in touchdowns. That's crazy. Or he's like, he's close. He's he like, has to be up there. He's top five in touchdowns, yeah. too. I mean, he's hooping. Any, I mean, even, like I said, just Curtis Samuel, but I mean... Jahan Dotson has scored over 15 points in both his first games. Yeah, especially the, that first game. He was yeah. hyper-targeting him. I mean, really, McLaurin is the only one that hasn't... I mean, he's obviously he's going to get his targets. but like, Yeah, but... The two others are ma- the big yeah. surprises. That whole offense is looking like a fantasy gold mine right now. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> a lot of people are scoring. I mean, Logan Thomas has scored twice. And, yeah, he's number eight. And, and Logan eight. Thomas number eight in tight end rankings, so that's pretty interesting. All right, who do you got for your first fantasy dud? My first fantasy dud, I'm going to go with more than one person. It is every single Cowboys player not named Noah Brown. Shit, we should have said Noah Brown for fantasy goal. Yeah, fantasy, yeah. No, I, I mean, think he did 15 the first week and 20 the yeah, second. But, yeah, a little, little, uh, little shout-out to Noah Brown. But that's that's a real find right there because yeah. he's still on the waiver wire in most of my leagues. He probably still will be. Nobody's gonna. I mean, people are waiting for Michael Gallup to come back, but still, that's. But, I mean, you have this offense, and it's supposed to be. I mean, it was literally last year. Granted, Amari Cooper was on the offense, but still, it was the the best offense in terms of scoring. Mm-hmm. In yards terms of yards. Scoring. Mm-hmm. And you were sitting with your number one running back, Zeke, ranked 48. Your supposed number one wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, ranked 44. And Dolan Schultz coming in on a franchise tag, and people thought we were going to be good, ranked 17. Yeah. So. It's looking down bad. I don't know right what now. is going on. I don't know what's going on. Play calling on why these people aren't getting the ball. 
it seems like every time Zeke's about to blow, to like blow and do something well for the game, they just stop giving him the ball. Um, I don't know if CD can't get open because now he's the number one and people will be blanking in Amari. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I do think they need to still keep him in the slot. I don't think he's a wideout kind of guy. Um, he's not a number one? He's not a number one. Oh. At least to me, I don't think C. Right now. That's what it's seeming like. I don't think he's a number one. I don't think he's that guy. I mean, some people thought he was going to be top ten wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I don't see that. I mean, and when you're getting called out by Jerry Jones. Yeah. That's kind of fucked it's up. It's hard, hard to live up to, especially yeah. wearing the 88. Um, but, yeah, and Dalton Schultz hasn't been doing anything either. Um, so, that, those are my duds for the first. But it's it's the Cowboys, but it's <laughs> my first dud. Yeah, I get that. The Cowboys have lacked on offense this year. My first fantasy dud is Adam Thielen. I know. Last year, everyone was like, oh, Justin Jefferson is going to take over as the clear number one. He didn't, and Thielen ended up very high, highly ranked, and scored touchdowns. Yeah, he was a touchdown magnet last yeah. year for Kirk Cousins. Right now, he's 62 in the receiver ranks, and he's only averaging 7.9. I mean, he's not even getting looked at. I was going to say, I haven't even seen any, like... The commentators call his name or anything. No, really. all his catches last night were garbage time yeah. catches. It's just been the Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Show. It's been interesting to see. I don't know. I'm still holding out hope for him, but <laughs> it's not looking too. Well. I don't know why he's Kirk isn't looking his way. I mean, people are blanketing Justin Jefferson or making sure Dalvin Cook doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if he's that's something crazy. to look out for though. If Kirk keeps hyper focusing Jefferson, that can hurt your offense more than it yeah. can help it. Even Herb Smith was getting a little more targets than Adam Thielen week two. Yeah, that was disgusting. Uh, Who's your second dud? Second dud is hurt. It hurts my heart putting this man on here. If you know me, you know I love this man. Russell Wilson is my second dud. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know. Ten I, points ten, ten against points. the Texans. Literally, I I was telling my friends that this man is going to be the MVP, sneak MVP, going to win the division. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I have, uh, you know, it's biased though because Russ is my guy, but rank 18, this guy is easily going to be in the Hall of Fame. And he's rank 18 right now. With yeah. these weapons, these wide receivers, these running backs, their line isn't bad. Good defense. I, I want to say it's the coach, but at some point, if you're that guy, you got to start playing like you're that guy, regardless of what the coach is. Yeah. You got to, you got to. Go no, we're doing this, and you gotta get your guys. Tell that ball. fucker Hackett to shut the hell up. Exactly. Throw the ball downfield. Stop. You gotta stop being nice, Russ. It's not let's ride, bro. You need to ride for yourself. Ride <laughs> for your team. Yeah. And you need to start winning these games because you're gonna be on my dud every single week until you do something well. Yeah, I have him as a starter, and he needs to step it the fuck up. Yeah. Or I'm not gonna win much longer in that league. All right, my second dud is also a QB. Tom fucking Brady. Tom Brady. Who knew our duds were going to be Russell Wilson and Tom yeah. Brady? So Tom Brady has only finished outside the top 12 three times in his whole career as an NFL QB. And he is ranked 28th right now. Oh my. 28? Averaging 10.39 points. I don't know if this is no wide receivers. But you can't say that because he didn't have wide receivers in the Patriots. Yeah, it's not looking good right now. He was right throwing now, a grocery bag backers in the Patriots, and if you like, obviously I think it'll go it'll go up once everybody's good and healthy. But 
if you're the GOAT and you came back specifically for this year because you want to win an eighth, I'm assuming you're in your top tier. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make it happen. I did see they signed Cole Beasley, so that's good. I haven't seen. It's weird on these like signings and stuff because you're signing somebody who is coming back or somebody who's been out for a minute. And yeah. Remember them being good. I don't know what their workouts have been. I don't know if they've been doing any workouts. Obviously, they have been because they're you know waiting for their call up. But they're still. looking for a little safety blanket. In yeah. Cole Beasley. I think Cole Beasley do really well in the slot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, fill in for uh, Chris Godwin, who's out. I don't know how long he's out. How long? He's out four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. He's on IR. I don't think he's on IR. Hmm. Well, he's on my team, <laughs> so that fucking sucks. But uh, it will be a mad dash this year on the way. This week on the waiver wire for Cole Beasley because he'll probably get a lion's share of the targets, especially uh, week three with Mike Evans being out. But yeah, Tom, you you've been sucking. I love it though because I hate you. But yeah. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know if it's the outside stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Well, those are our fantasy gold and dud players of the week. I think. I think. I don't even know. I, I just can't with Tom Brady. I can't with him. It's so weird. It was Fucking so weird. figure that shit out. It's so weird writing down Russ. Yeah. It's, I, we, we just assume these guys are always going to be great. Yeah, it might be the end. All right, let's shift our way into a new segment called Time to Panic. Time to Panic. Now, this segment is about who we think. Team wise, could be player wise sometimes, but team wise, who we think like, oh shit, like this is looking really bad. Better and figure it out, and it's not looking too good. Obviously, we'll have later on. We'll have like during when we're talking and like the tears of like you guys can get your shit together. It's just you guys need a little bit, or this you guys need a abandoned ship, and you need to start firing everybody. <laughs> All right, so let's start with. Is it time to panic for the Bengals, who are sitting 0-2 right now after facing two backup QBs at the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky, and Cooper Rush of the Cowboys? I don't think it is time to panic yet. I think if week three, if this shit continues, panic mode is set in. But right now, no. You, I think later on, especially when TJ comes back for my team, we will see these two teams that they face as top 10 defenses, in my eyes. Micah Parsons and TJ Watt are just unblockable. It, it, okay. It's just it's a it's fair point. unblockable. Yeah. And I think that the Bengals are getting too much in their head of where, you know, we've got to Super Bowl, we got to do this, do this and that. we got to make these splash plays. They're doing too much. Just go back to the basics. Act like you're an NFL football team. Imagine having a Super Bowl hangover when you didn't even win it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, like, now, like, you'll see on social media and stuff, people are, like, ready to ban the ship. It's not It's not that time. Not yet. I would uh, agree with that. Your head coach uh, does not need to be a head coach. But I would love for him to be a head coach for the rest of his life. I would agree it's not time to panic yet for the Bengals. Like you said, if they lose to the Jets, it is absolutely time to panic. 0-3. <laughs> Zach Taylor is 1-5, by the way, against backup QBs in his entire career at the Bengals. And guess who they faced this week? Okay. Joe Flacco, who is probably QB. the best backup QB in the league. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about the Bengals. I think they can figure it out. Like, they have Joe Burrow. They have a dynamic offense. They just need to figure out how to use it and get the ball out of Burrow's hands faster. Yeah, there's no way 
that you as a team should be losing to two teams. I mean, you got Cowboys who don't have their starting quarterback. You got the Steelers who don't have a starting quarterback right now. And you're losing. I mean, these are close games, but should you really be close games with these teams? I mean, I love my Steelers, but come on, you guys put 40 on us the last two to the last two games we played. So I'm not panicking yet. It's a slight panic, but I'm not panicking full blown yet. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, is it time to panic for the Titans at 0 and 2 to start the year? With losses to the Giants, at home by the way, they lost to the Giants 21-20, to mm-hmm. and then they got blown out by the Pills. Panic has set in. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is panic time. I am panicking if I have the Titans. If I have stock in the Titans, I'm panicking. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is not that guy, and he will never be that guy. And I don't know how good Malik Willis will be, but I'm telling you right now, he's not going to be good in this offense if you guys keep running it the way that you are. Um, I don't think anybody is scared of the Titans. Defensive wise, I mean, they lost uh, Hassan Riddick, which is you know terrible for the, like their pass rush and stuff. But still, I mean, just a year ago, they were number one in the AFC, and they're zero and two, and the frauds. Jaguars are frauds. The Jaguars are leading the division. Um, yeah, it's it's panic has set in. I'm freaking out if I'm a Titans fan. Yeah, I would be freaking out too. I think this is, like I said, the end of Tannehill. And also, the biggest concern for me is not their defense. They've always kind of allowed big plays and kind of lived off turnovers. Yeah, that They can work back into that, but they're just not running the ball like they should be. No. Like how they have the last few years. Derrick Henry... Has been a dud. Chill out, my man. I mean, honestly, like, he wasn't worth a first-round pick, at least for the first two weeks. No. Um, I think that uh, if you watch these Titans games, you're looking at a decline in Taylor Lewan. Um, uh, he actually got carted off yesterday, didn't see? he? And he got hurt. Because he was hurt. I think he got hurt. He was hurt last year, and he hasn't been up to par of what he is, and now he's hurt again. Um, I just think that... People, people are going to figure out in this league um, sooner than later, especially if all you do is run the ball. Um, if you don't have somebody like a Barry Sanders or something, they're going to just stack the box and you're fucked. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Is it time to panic for the Colts at 0-1-1? They have losses. <coughs> well, they have one loss to the Jaguars in an absolute blowout. And then they have a comeback tie in OT versus the Texans. Now, <laughs> I know you want to panic. <laughs> I'm not yet. As a Colts fan, I am not panicking yet. It's not looking good, though. Not uh, looking good at if all. If this continues, especially in your division, yes, I would panic. But right now, I need everybody with me right now. I need everybody players with me to make sure that okay if we lose keep losing then we suck um but they're continuously someone's always missing someone's missing Alec Pierce is missing Michael Pittman was missing Shaq Leonard was missing someone's always missing yeah um I just think that you guys are just cursed against the Jaguars at, at Jaguars um but I think in this division this division 
to me now, like I thought the NFC East was the worst division. This is the worst division. Yeah. By far. Yeah. I think right now anybody can win this division. AFC East is one five and two currently with the records and the Jags is the only win beating their rival, the Colts. South. AFC South, South. my bad, yes. Yeah. They anybody can win this division. And we're talking about the Texans, and we're talking about the Jaguars, yeah. and we're talking about the Titans, and we're talking about the Colts. Anybody can win this division. And the Jaguars are leading it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go, it's time to panic for the Colts. Understand. I, I think last year is just sticking in my head. Yeah. They had the division. They had. They didn't have the division with the Titans, but they had the playoffs. Yeah. All they had to do was beat Jacksonville. At home. And they lost to fucking who? They lost to Jacksonville last game of the year to get kicked out of the playoffs. Lost to me and you. I I think it's time to fucking panic. I don't have belief that they're going to come out of this division on top when they very well should. Yeah. If I mean, Jonathan Taylor had 10 touches. Matt Ryan looked awful. Is it an overreaction because the Jaguars have beaten them eight straight games at home? I think the Jaguars are better, a better team through the yeah, first two weeks. Right now, they are. Um, it's just the. It's hard trying to win and trying to do what you're doing when your owner is very impatient. I mean, Carson Wentz, yeah, had a meltdown against the Jaguars. <laughs> has had a meltdown. I can't get it out of my head. But they literally was just like, he's not the guy. Bye. Yeah. And they get after Matt Ryan. this is my thing. Like, if this continues to happen. All of it wasn't Carson Wentz. Yeah, it was Frank Reich, and I I was I'm high on Frank Reich. Oh, yeah. Like I've always liked him. I thought he was a good coach. He knows what he wants to do, and he implements that. I just this is scary territory for the Colts. They should be two and zero easily right now, leading yeah. that division. Is Matt There's, Ryan washed. Is 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 just his time to retire? Yeah, I I don't know. It's scary hours in fucking Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm I'm not full mode. Full panic mode yet, but I will be if this continues to go on week three. Yeah. All right. Is it time to panic for the Raiders at 0-2? No. Oh. Not yet. I was surprised by that. Not yet. I need to see. Who who do they play first week? Um, They played. Not in the division, right? No. No, they did play the Chargers. Yeah. If they lose another division game, if if they lose, yeah, if they lose another division game, panic. But I think they're just trying to figure shit out right now, um, which they shouldn't need to be doing because you have Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Josh Jacobs, and then you have two amazing edge rushers. Um, uh, no, I'm not full mode panic yet, but um, maybe like mid season if this stuff is still happening. Then it is Josh McDaniels. It is not because there's no way you can't succeed. Like Derek Carr is not bad. It's not a bad quarterback. I'm actually pretty high on Derek Carr. There's no way you have all these weapons and you can't win. In spite, you say your defense was awful. There's no way you have these weapons and you can't win. You can't be throwing it down the field. You can't be yeah. scoring any way that you want to. But um, panic. Is starting to set in, but it's not full. I'm not full blown panicking right now. I'm another panic on this one. I think this is the only 0 2 team that 
can't win their division starting out 0-2. So we got the Bengals 0-2. Mm-hmm. I still think they can recover. Mm-hmm. Titans, worst division. They can still recover mm-hmm. 0-2. The Panthers are 0-2, but they also play in a weak division. Like, they can at least come... They're not going to win the division against Buccaneers, but they can at least recover from 0-2. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing off right now, and the coaching's bad. But, like, the Raiders are in the toughest division at 0-2. They're already two games behind the Chiefs. It is looking bad for them. This is the worst start they could have had. I'm slightly optimistic. I get the panic, though, but I'm I'm being optimistic. Right? I don't see them, like, one, they're not going to go 20 up on any team in that division. No. Two, they fucking, the Cardinals got blown out. <laughs> blown out by the Chiefs. Like, not even close. Garbage time touchdowns for fucking Kyler Murray in that offense. Like, they're going to get rolled. In my opinion. Yeah. This is full panic. They're 0-2. Puts you in the gutter with the best division in football. Uh, yeah. I, the pan, Panic will set in depending on the week. I get that. You can go... I'm slightly optimistic that they'll figure this I out. I mean, think about it. They lose next week and the Chiefs win again. They're down three games. Already. This early yeah. in the season. But I didn't have them winning the division anyway. No, we didn't, but this is like... If they're not winning that division or they're coming in second, then what are the, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think they'll get it together. Just, I don't... I don't. I gotta be, like, inside Josh McDaniel's head because there's no way that they can't score with yeah. these weapons. All right, is it time to panic for the Panthers at 0-2? It's time to fucking panic. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to panic. Uh, you literally... Bring, I mean, in in the draft, you have two of the worst QBs in the draft in the first round on your team. Um, you it's can't impressive. seem to generate <laughs> any. Uh, who who would have thought that you would have? Well, Sam Donald's third pick, right? Third. Yeah. Third, third or fourth. You have the number one draft pick and the number three draft pick on your team. Yeah. And they both blow. Yep. Like. And you, like, literally they cannot generate offense enough to substantiate what they're trying to do. Like you, like I said earlier, you have a, you have a, like, a comparable offense. You have DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Robbie. You can at least do something. And Baker has done nothing. They, mm-hmm. and they almost beat the Browns, but still, like, they shouldn't have. No. And, um... People are starting to, you know, wonder if Baker keeps doing like this once Sam Donald comes off IR. Are you putting in Sam Donald? They're gonna have issues at QB all year. I think it is time to panic for the Panthers. I think, uh, just thinking about it, like Baker has the worst QB in the league. Matt Rule is not very good at managing games, and they, I mean, the Saints, Buccaneers, both defenses are top ten in the league, probably. Yeah. Good fucking luck if you're struggling against the Browns. Blown coverages left and right, and then the fucking Giants. Uh, it's not looking good for the Panthers. No. I don't think there's really much else to say. The coaching is horrendous. I think Matt Rule's getting fired here soon. He needs to get fired. All right, last one. Is it time to panic for the Broncos? <sighs> one Man. and one right now. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this. and uh, I mean, I haven't been panic. I didn't panic. On the Colts, and I didn't panic on the Raiders. I'm gonna panic on the Broncos right now. 
No. I'm going to panic on the Broncos. I'm surprised. because it's the same thing as the Raiders. If, like, you have all of these people on your team and you're still not getting it done. But the Raiders played the Chargers. And I know we're down on the Cardinals. But the Cardinals are better than the Seahawks and they're better than the Texans. Yeah, I agree with that. And you have, I mean, granted, the Raiders' weapons are obviously better than the Broncos' weapons. But you still have, like, like it's not it's not something to shine on the Broncos' weapons. They have good defense, great weapons, and you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. And you should be 0-2. You should be. You should have blown both of these teams out. If you didn't blow both of these teams out, you deserve to lose. If I think you should be up 10 points on both of these teams. It should have been, the first week should have been Russ blowing out the Seahawks, and yeah. then the Seahawks <laughs> fans can boo him. But Geno Smith was out there winning. They could easily be 0-2 right now. They should be. I mean, this was terrible play. Yeah. Terrible coaching. I don't know what, if, if, if you pay, if you give up your future in draft picks, and you extend Russell Wilson, it was a good... It's a team-friendly extension. But still, you paid him a shit ton of money. And you kick a field goal? <laughs> you got to live or die with your quarterback. Yeah. And I think Russ would have gotten the first down. Um, I don't. I just don't know what is going on with the Broncos. Um, Nathaniel Hackett is looking like a fraud. Um, <laughs> That's this, <early. laughs> this is one of those... It's just one of those where I'm like, he would be a better OC than a head coach right now because I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, I'm not ready to panic yet. And that's only because they were gifted a lifeline with the first two games, the first two teams they played, and they are sitting at 1-1. I say that now because no 0-2 team since 2018 has made the playoffs. So if you're the Bengals, Titans, Raiders, Panthers, or Texans, you got a steep (laughs) hill to climb. Um... But yeah, I think the lifeline was the Texans being so bad on the road that they won it. I think their defense is good enough to keep them in pretty much any game. Yeah. Which is the good thing. I know Patrick Sertain did get hurt. Jerry Judy got hurt, actually. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. But they have good pieces. Everything is there. They just need to figure out how to score in the red zone and limit penalties. And they will be okay. If they scored in the red zone against the Texans, like touchdowns, they'd probably win by 20 points yeah. against the Seahawks four red zone trips zero touchdowns zero points actually out of four red zone trips I mean that's 28 points you left off the board this or 12 my, my decision on panic or not panic for the Broncos and Raiders solely based on I think the Raiders can beat the Broncos right now Ooh, I, I don't know about that I, I do I mean if you like the Raiders lost Right, mm-hmm. but they still put up more points than the Broncos did. Yes, in the first half. <laughs> yeah, in the first half, it was like it was like the Cardinals weren't even. To me, it's like the Cardinals weren't ready for the season until the second half of that game, and then they kind of showed up. Still, and I think the Broncos' defense is leagues above the Cardinals' defense. Yeah, but the Cardinals' defense is leagues above their offense. Their offense and. They're better than the Seahawks. I agree with that. I just, I, after watching the Raiders collapse last week, I just have no faith in them. <laughs> Honestly. Under, understandable. But, like. The Broncos, at least, like, if they clean up two things, two fucking things, score touchdowns in the red zone when you have the chance, stop 
committing penalties, and I think you're fine. Even just stop committing penalties, you're probably fine, honestly. I mean, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback, though. I'm not putting my faith in Hackett yet because clearly he has some shit to figure out, but I'm putting my faith in Russell Wilson. <sighs> yeah, Hackett just if needs I, to yeah. grow some balls, basically. He needs to grow some balls, and we, you got to ride with everything that's going on. You can't, I mean, taking a field goal against the Seahawks to win. I'm rolling over my QB. Yeah. But you should have been in that position to begin with. You should have been blowing them out. That's that's why like I that's why the panic ascended for me because these two teams that they played, they should have beat by double digits. I agree with that. I think both points are valid. But they got the lifeline win. That's all they I'm did. saying. They're the only one on our time to panic list that has a win. Now do you think Josh McDaniels or Nathaniel Hackett's a better coach. Yikes. That one's a tough one. <laughs> I am going to not answer that question. Because <laughs> one, Nathaniel Hackett's never been a head coach. Josh yeah, McDaniel has. Yeah. And he was horrendous at yeah. it the first run. But you never know. Sometimes it just takes more like just being in the league to get better. Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Rodgers backs him up. So I'm just going to go with that for now. Yeah, but he said, oh, yeah, he's cool to have a drink with. <laughs> like, oh. he, wasn't, he wasn't like, oh, this dude's like, you know, a genius. Why didn't I ever think of stuff that he's been doing now? He's just cool to hang around. Yeah, I, that's a tough question to answer. All right, let's segue into the NFL Week 3 predictions. All right? Let's get it. Let's we'll start with the Thursday night game. Our teams play each other. Steelers at the Browns. Browns are five-and-a-half-point favorites at the <sighs> opening line. I, the over-under is 39, which is embarrassing. But. Very embarrassing. That's <laughs> probably what's going to happen. Um, I am obviously going to go with my Steelers. Um, these, this Browns meltdown is looking favorable for my team. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I will say this right now. If um, the Steelers, if Mitch has a great game and throws for over 250, 300 yards... Um, I'm jumping out my window. The Browns need to be in full panic mode. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. Smash, smash, smash mouth football. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it's all going to depend on who for the Browns is going to play. If Miles Garrett's out, I'm going to be way more comfortable with the win um, to give my QB some time to throw the ball. Hopefully, no crazy shit happens um, and nobody gets hit in the head with a helmet. Um yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I got. The it's Steelers. weird. This this rivalry has been good the past few years. Yeah, um, obviously a lot of animosity towards each other. Um, I have a bad feeling about this game, but I'm not going to pick against the Browns. <laughs> Just last year was a morale, or last week was a morale killer for me. We should be two and zero, leading the division right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. I don't think they cover. I don't think any. I honestly don't think any AFC North matchup will cover the spread. I can see that. At all, this entire year. I think it's just going to be fucking just back and forth the entire year. Um, I like a lot of the things Stefanski has done with the Browns so far. The first two games, I think he's called a hell of a year. Um, that's what I'm leaning on. I'm going on Stefanski <laughs> calls a fucking great game. I mean, the Jets and the... Panthers, we controlled majority of the game. Yeah. I think we're going to do that again. If our defense cleans up broken coverages, we can win this. We can cover the spread. Yeah. But 
I'm just going to go close win for the Browns here. Um, I just think it's going to be way more close than usual because TJ's out. Um, if TJ Miles is Garrett, out. Miles Garrett. If Miles out. and Batonio are out, which I'm hearing, Clowney's already out for Thursday yeah. night. It's oh, we're gonna have no pass rush. And I mean, the Browns will always have a good run offense and. It's looking like Amari Cooper is unguardable, which I already knew yeah. that was a thing. People sleep on him. But uh, we're not too hot on guarding wide receivers. Anyway, <laughs> so um, it should be a good match. It's going to be 10-7 to 7 at the end <laughs> of that game. I got the Steelers in this one. All right, we'll go Saints at the Panthers. First 1 p.m. game. Panthers are two-and-a-half-point dogs to the Saints. Only two-and-a-half. That is crazy, especially with us saying Panthers are in panic mode. I'm definitely going to take the Saints in this one. Um, Panthers are just bad, and it just doesn't seem like anything is going to go well for them. Uh, Kamara, hopefully he comes back. If he comes back, then um, they'll definitely beat them. But I think it's just going to be another week, another game of just bad QB play (laughs) of Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield. It's just going to be bad QB. Yikes, yeah, that's another terrible matchup there. But, yeah, I got the Saints. I got the Saints on this one. Oh, man, everything is telling me to go Saints. Are you going to roll with them? you going to roll with the Panthers? <sighs> Something just no tells shot. me. No shot. Are you going to roll with them? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you better fucking not. It's you, like you just said that rule needs to be fired. He does. He does, but this is like a weird this is like a weird game to me because both QBs have played bad. Yeah. I think the Saints defense has the edge, obviously. It's just like something weird. This this whole fucking this last week has my brain fucked up. It melted. It melted from the matchups I watched. I am gonna pick the Panthers. Oh my god. To upset the Saints at home. They lost the to y'all and the Giants. They did. The they Giants. did lose to us and the Giants. I think I think whatever is not clicking for Baker will click this week. It's it, where is it in New Orleans? No, it's at the Panthers. Oh uh, Lord, he's gonna stink it up at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that with a lot of trust in Baker, which I don't really have much right that. now with the lowest QBR in the league. Um I think they get their first win. Oh, by the way, I won last he, week's yeah, bet. Yeah, he did. He the did Bills win. covered not Bills only covered. by nine and a half; they covered by goddamn thirty. Yeah, the Bills covered <laughs> damn near forty. And then Saquon did not have a hundred all total. One hundred twenty-five. Yeah, one hundred twenty-five all-purpose yards. He did not. So Bo owes me a. I owe him two drinks. Yeah. Um, I'm not willing to put the. Uh. <laughs> I'm not very confident about the Panthers. See, like, it's crazy to me, though, that it's only two and a half points spread. It is. Because it's showing that the Panthers, like, people are betting on the Panthers, which is scary. I get it, but I'm not with it. I feel that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not really with that pick, but with how the season's gone so far, I'm not, I don't, like, the favorites aren't, like, really the favorites, yeah. in my opinion. All right, so we're, we're different on that one. Let's go Texans at the Bears. The Bears... Oh my God! The oh, Bears are favored. Up with these terrible games. The Bears. <laughs> the Bears are favored by three. And I want to clarify that the first three games we've talked about, the fucking over under has been forty and a half or less. Oh my God! So all three are expected to be 
What is this at? Low scoring. This is at the Bears, uh. and they're three three point favorites. Mm. So I'm just gonna go out and say Bears win this game because we talked about Davis Mills being awful on the road. I'm taking um, the Bears on this as well. Um, yeah, Davis Mills is awful on the road, and but the Bears are also fucking awful. The Bears are awful. I see some good from them if they just if they just let Justin Fields let him Justin cook. Fields let him cook. Just let him throw the ball. I'm seeing a very like seventeen to fourteen type game here. I think it's ten to seven. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's seventeen fourteen. Yeah, not much else to say about that. Both bottom tier teams, both bottom five probably at the end of the year. Yeah, these teams fucking suck. I think the Bears will win. I got the Bears as well. Yeah. All right, let's go. Chiefs at the Colts. Yikes for oh, the Colts. Whoosh. Shaq Leonard better be back. It, it ain't even gonna matter. I'm going. All right, Chiefs are favored by seven. I'm going Chiefs cover that easy. Yeah, I got the Chiefs covering that. Uh, Colts are so close. Yeah, you have them in panic mode, right? I have the Colts in panic. Mode. I have them slightly panicked. Uh, it is not. That is not a good game. Not a good game. Coming off of a shutout. Yikes! Usually you'd be like, "Oh, we're coming off a shutout. We're going to play harder." You're playing the Chiefs, so I think they get smacked. Um, this is definitely going to be a sad game if you're a Colts fan. Yeah. I mean, I can see this game being like 35-14 to 14 at Same. the end of it. If Shaq Leonard's not back, you it's going to get ugly. You game before, you know. Stop. To, to a man. I don't think Matt Ryan and that run first <laughs> offense is going to no. come back from 21 no. down. Hopefully they get everybody back, but I don't think it's even going to matter. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Bills at the Dolphins. This is the first 2-0 and matchup. By the, the way, season. Chiefs, if you blow that game, I'm never betting on your again. So the Bills at the Dolphins. The Dolphins, or the Bills are favored by four and a half in the opening line. I know I went with the Dolphins last week, but I got to go with the Bills. The Bills just don't look like they're going to lose at all. Yeah. They're just way too good. They're too good. And... Uh, I hope you know. I'm hope I'm wrong, and I hope you know. Two a man hoops, but is it at, at Bills? Or is it in at man? the Dolphins? At the Dolphins, it don't even gonna matter. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen is gonna continue. One o'clock game in the humidity? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Josh Allen's gonna continue his MVP uh, race. Um, Stephon Diggs probably gonna still have a really good game, and I got the Bills on this one. I'm interested to see what. McDaniel's does against that defense, yeah. like how he schemes it. Um, I'm gonna. What's I'm, the cover? It's four and a half. Oh, okay. Bills four and a half. So, yeah, the Dolphins are getting four and a half. Um, I think it'll be close. I do. The same. I think the Bills will win though. Um, I think the Dolphins' defense is really good. I think it's kind of underrated. And if they can figure that offense out, like slow start to the year, they only scored twenty on the yeah. Patriots. And then they just ramped it up in the second half against the Ravens. Like Maybe s- they continue to roll, but I'm going Bills. Safe safe play right here. We're yeah. both going Bills. I mean, like, the Bills are always, their defense is always doing for a meltdown game. Um, could be this game. I yeah, mean, it could be. It's hard. It's, I, I feel, I, I'm so thankful that, I, I mean, I obviously would want to play for the NFL because I want money. But I'm so thankful that I don't have to guard Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And Jalen Waddle. 
I mean, we're both very high on the Dolphins. I just think we're higher on the Bills, and that's yeah. really what it came down to. Bills are number one team, in my opinion. Over the Chiefs are close number two, but Bills are number one team. Yeah, I don't think the one and two has changed after uh, this week. And I think they'll beat the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, we got Lions at the Vikings. Vikings are six point favorites. This one's I just tricky. I saw the Vikings have a meltdown. This one's tricky. I think I think this is going to be actually a very interesting game. I think it's going to be just like how the Lions and Eagles were like back and forth. I, I think that the Vikings will win, but I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Vikings. Ah, uh, I thought you were going to pick Lions. Then. No. I think the Vikings cover on this. Cover? Mm-hmm. What is it? Six. It's six. So six. touchdown. Touchdown win. Yeah, I think they can, can cover on this. I was I was gonna bet on that, but I can see that. I think it'll be a bounce back game for the Vikings. I think it's one p.m. Yeah, Kirk doesn't have to go on Monday nights. I think Kirk will be all right. Um, Start showing feeling some love. I think this will be the first game the Lions don't score thirty points. No, yeah. I, I think the Vikings that. will stop them numerous times and hold them to around twenty points. I would say. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, once Jared Goff starts having a slight meltdown, it's all hell. So as long as you, can, as you can get to the quarterback, you should be able to win this game. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're both going Vikings on that one. Yep. Let's go Ravens at the Patriots. The Ravens are three-point favorites. Wow, three points. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's tough. Belichick is really good at stopping quarterbacks. Three point favorites, and I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm gonna go Ravens for this one. Uh, now I do, I do think Lamar will not have a good game. I don't think it's gonna be like the crazy game like it's been, because um, Bill Belichick knows how to stop Lamar. Um, but I still got Lamar. I got them winning slight, like a close game, probably like twenty three, twenty four, twenty. Um, but I think that it's going to be an ugly game. I don't think Mac. Uh, yeah, I don't think Mac Jones is going to have a crazy <laughs> fun game. Yeah, no. But yeah, I'll take the Ravens this one. I'm going to play it safe with the Ravens. Also, I think last week was a fluke. I mean, who couldn't think that was a fluke? Twenty-one yeah. points in the fourth quarter. I don't think the Patriots. Like, I think the Ravens will get out with like a ten to fourteen point lead, and the Patriots just don't have the horses to yeah. come back. So I think they win and win comfortably. Yeah, I don't think they're going to really stop Lamar Jackson that much. It's crazy that it's three, though. Yeah, they have a lot of faith in the Patriots at home yeah. and Bill Belichick's defense. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that. Let's go to the Bengals at the Jets. This, <laughs> all right, so this to me is interesting because the Bengals are favored by five and a half. And they were favored by seven at the Cowboys, Cowboys last week. Five and a half, man. They really do not like the Bengals. Zach Taylor is one and five against backups, and Joe Flacco is sixth in the league in passing yards. I'm still going to go the Bengals, but I don't think they're going to cover. I think this is going to still be a. Actually, I think they will cover. Oh, I'm going to go the Bengals, and I think they will cover. I think this is going to be a good game for them to come back and start showing. Uh, some life in their team and give some confidence back to the fans. Um, 
I think the offense is still good, and they need to start acting like it. Um, and did the did the Jets get after? The Jets didn't get after. Jacoby. Sneaky good D line. Sneaky. Good a lot D-line. of pressures. Quinn Williams is that guy. A lot of <coughs> pressures against um, us. I mean, Jacoby was running for his life. Yeah. If they, if they, their back end is not very good though. Besides Sauce, yeah. they got really no one. Oh, some sauce love. Some sauce love for I me. Love, I love to see that. Um, yeah, I think he couldn't guard Amari Cooper, but <laughs> I think no one can. <laughs> I think the uh, the Bengals offense will overwhelm the uh, the Bengals offense will overwhelm the Jets defense, um, and they'll win. I think they'll cover. Yeah, this game is interesting to me. This is the last time I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> if they um, lose, oh my god! If they lose, it's full panic mode, like we talked about. They're facing another backup QB. Last year, we saw what happened when the Jets had Mike White in. He mm-hmm. threw for over 400 yards on the Bengals and won. Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Bengals. They're gonna cover. I don't think they cover. You don't? I don't. Based on I, what? I just think I just think that O line isn't good enough. To no, really to beat teams down, you know what I mean. This might overall. I think this if they don't get their shit together, that whole area might be the worst free agency signing. Yeah, especially I mean, They got some things to figure out, and luckily they did start the year with the Steelers, Cowboys, and Jets. But I guess not so lucky because they're zero two. They're zero three. I got the Bengals, but like I said, if they disappoint this this week, I think the Jets have a sneaky good D line. Yeah, um, and that could be dangerous for Burrow if he gets sacked five plus times again. They're losing. I'm saying it right now. Yeah, Bengals. You guys, I know some of you guys still think you're Super Bowl bound. You're not. Not if this continues to happen. Um, you can't let your quarter get quarterback get sacked that much, regardless of the line or if it's him. He's gonna get hurt again and. When he did get hurt, he was out for the rest of the season. And you guys don't need that again. Because then he's going to be like, I'm out of this bitch. And I would be too. I would already been wanting to be out of this bitch. Things to think about. He, I'm pretty sure... I don't know. If I was him, and you guys promised to get me a better O-line, and I probably didn't? wouldn't re-sign. No. I'd probably go somewhere that would actually have a good O-line. Like the Browns. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm cool with Deshaun Watson at this point. We'll see what he can do when he comes back. But, yeah, the Bengals full panic mode. I think they'll beat the Jets. But we will see because Zach Taylor has not a good track record. I really – I, I mean, I want them to lose, but, like, damn, man. Come on. Show, we need the AFC North to show out this week. We were embarrassing <laughs> last week. Everybody right. fucking lost. All right, let's go. Wow. Let's go to the Raiders at the Titans. Yikes. What is up with these trash games? The Raiders are actually favored. <sighs> Why wouldn't they be? Because they're at the Titans. I'm surprised by two 0-2 teams and they give the nod to the away team. The Titans suck. That's like... They suck. Come on. They suck. <laughs> they're bad. They're a bad team. Oh, man. They almost got beat by 40. Yeah. And I don't care how bad you are. You can't get beat by 40. I mean, the Colts didn't score and they lost by 24. True. By forty. True. What's the what's the spread? The spread is two. Ugh, ugh. It's gonna be it's gonna drop to a pick 'em. I got the Raiders. The problem is the Raiders come to the Titans. I get this on a one o'clock game, right? Yeah, one o'clock game. They have to go across the coast. 
I get this. Or not across the coast, across the country to a one o'clock game. I'm telling you right now, Tannehill is going to be in hell. It's going to be hell. You got Max Crosby and you got Chandler Jones. It's going to be hell. I think that the Raiders win, and I'm not going to like to watch this game. I think this is still, hopefully, Josh McDaniels gets his shit together, and he's like, oh, we have amazing weapons. Let's start using them. And for fantasy reasons, I hope Derek Carr does well because I have him on my team. I don't know why. I still have him on my team, but I do. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think that the Raiders will win, and it will be a close game. And these teams will still be panic, full panic or slightly panic. I don't think even if you win, you're still this still isn't like our season is still fucked. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Titans. Oof, the Titans at home I think will beat the Raiders. I, Michael is good at home. The problem the problem with like when you get beat by thirty plus points in a game the week before. That's like an anomaly. You know what I mean? You usually come back and win that next game. Because you just got absolutely embarrassed. Didn't they already get embarrassed week one? Not. Okay, they lost to the Giants at home because of a two-point conversion. But, like, getting beat by 30 is different than that. I don't know, man. You lose to the Giants and Listen, both of these teams are coming off bad losses. And both are 0-2. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Titans will win. Strictly because I think Rabel's better than Josh McDaniel. I will not argue that. (laughs) He's better than Josh McDaniels. But... It's do or die for both of these teams. Tannehill is bad. It's do or die for both of these teams. It's not too many times... Hunter Renfro might not play for the Raiders. He'll probably... They're going to send him in. They gonna send his ass yeah, in and fumble again. Him. I hope not. He's on my team. Yeah, I'm going Titans. You're going Raiders. Do you want to just put a straight up bet on that game? Yeah. Oh, two zero and two teams. I mean, it's a fucking coin flip. Winner gets to punch the loser. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to do drinks again? Do you want to just run up that drink total? You want to do like fucking up. what is it, Mountain Dew? Yeah, Max, Mountain that Dew, fucking the Mountain Shannon Dew cases. Skip do. What it do, baby? <laughs> Mountain Dew cases. We can just keep rolling with the. Let's just do shots. Shots. Yeah. All right. Uh, tequila shots on your side. Yeah, God. And and then Tito's for Tito's you. Tito's on me. And then we'll just do the difference. So I'm not taking fucking thirty Tito shots. That makes we'll sense. We'll do the yeah. difference of our totals. All right. So we'll do one one shot on that. Yeah. Right, you're already up two zero on me. Yeah. All right. So let's do Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles are favored by four and a half. Points. I swear to God, if you pick the Commanders, <laughs> <laughs> you better not pick them. What did I? Um, no, I actually. Oh hell. No, I was saying, I was thinking of what I picked because I picked the Commanders against the Lions. Mm-hmm. That bit me in the ass. And then I picked the Jaguars against the Commanders, and the Commanders won that game. So, like, I'm 0-2 against them. I am going... Uh, I'm going with the Eagles on this one. Um, I still think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Carson Wentz, this offense is humming. No revenge game for Carson Wentz? No. This offense is humming. Usually I am pro-revenge, but this offense is humming. Uh, I think that they know what Carson Wentz is, and they know how to attack Carson Wentz. Uh, I think once you get him 
you know, seeing ghosts, he's really bad. But I think it will be a high-scoring game. Um, I think just with – if you have – if your core is good on all three, like all three of your players are good in your core, it's really hard to defend that because then you're going to have somebody who you think can be a number one or a number two who's a number three, and you're going up against a number three corner. Yeah. So I think it's still going to be high-scoring, but I think that the Eagles will win this one. Yeah. I, God. You gonna ride with your boy? Carson Wentz is gonna have another fantastic game. He will. I, I do not doubt that. I think he will have a really good game. Um I'm gonna go with the safe play on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I just think their offense will be too much and the commander's defense has a lot to figure out. Uh I'm going Eagles on this one. I'm going Eagles. <laughs> I'm going Eagles. Commanders don't fuck me again, okay? They, I swear to God, <laughs> if they win that shit, <laughs> there's no shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I have this sneaky feeling about that game, but I do. Yeah, I mean, it's because the, the Panthers' sneakiness is leaking over. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you kind of wow. Um, <laughs> kinda wow. Uh, let's go Jaguars at the Chargers. Okay, Chargers seven point favorites. Wow. Now, how healthy is Herbert? Yeah. It depends. Uh, how healthy is Keenan Allen? Um, yeah. I still got the Chargers in this, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close game. I'm a, I'm pretty, like, like we're, I mean, we're high on the Jaguars. I'm very high on the Jaguars. Over of what they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Jaguars, is it, where's it at? It's at the Chargers. So they have to go all the way to L.A. What is it, 1 o'clock? 4 or 5. No, that's not bad. Um, yeah, I got the Chargers in this one. and So it is like a 1 o'clock game for them. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And uh, I don't, But I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cover. Spe- specifically with the Justin Herbert's injury and then how Keenan Allen's going to do. Um, but yeah, I got the Chargers on this one. God, these games are kind of tough. I like the Jaguars. I do too, but you got to be realistic here sometimes. We do have to be realistic, but like, how healthy is Herbert? That's they said what it's fine. That's what it depends on. He's supposed I? to get the shot. The pass rush for the Jaguars has been good. If they yeah, keep, has. if they keep, and getting Corey shots Lindsay, in. Corey Lindsley was up, is out too. I don't know if they carded him or not, but yeah, he's a really good center. I mean, if the fucking Jaguars can get to Herbert. I don't need that to work to happen because I have him in winning the AFCs. The, uh, the I have him winning the MVP, but like it's realistic. The starting center's out. Yeah, Keenan Allen could still be Keenan out. Keenan Allen's out. If you're not high on Austin Eckler, I'm not high on Austin Eckler. That's which is blasphemy. That's by a the way. that's a different blasphemy. Blasphemy. By the way, he's ten to twelve running back. Ten. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, ten. I can find other people I'd rather have on my team. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Chargers just because the Jaguars yeah. have to travel all the way to LA. You get wild with these picks. <laughs> you, you're listen, to, you're starting to concern me. Listen, you Jaguars get PTSD on that eight and eight. Jaguars. <laughs> if the Chargers had to come to the Jaguars, I might pick the Jaguars to win that game. You're wild. 
Wild. Traveling across the country. I get that, but come on. One o'clock game for the Chargers and Herbert's hurt. This man's hurt. supposed to be your MVP. Yes, but he's fucking. He's <laughs> fractured ribs. It's just the cartilage. He'll be all right. All right. Get that little. So we're both shot. picking the Chargers. Chargers. I think the Chargers might cover also in LA. So I was thinking about it, but I didn't pull the trigger <laughs> on that one. Right, let's do Rams at the Cardinals. Rams are favored by four. Now. I I hate both of these teams, honestly. <laughs> like, what is the... I just don't think the Cardinals are that good. I don't think the Rams are that good right now. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. I mean, it's hard to, to keep a Super Bowl team. Super Bowl contending team. It's hard to keep it under wraps. But this has been a meltdown from the Rams and the Bengals. Who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be a good game. The first game of the season, Rams play the Bills. Super Bowl winners versus who people think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And they got fucking smacked. Um, I still think the Rams will win. But I think it's like a glaring issue of your offensive line is not good and your defense is not looking up to par. I think they are really, really, really missing Von Miller. Um, Because he went to the Bills and didn't lose a step. Yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Rams will pull it out. I just think Sean McVay will outcoach Kingsbury. I think that's what it comes down to. <clears throat> no, I don't think it's going to be high-scoring. You don't I, think so? I don't think the Cardinals are going to put up, put up hell of points. I think the Cardinals may have found something in that second half against the Raiders. True, but... But maybe not. Maybe it was a fluke. Uh, it's the Raiders. It is the Raiders, and I'm down on the Raiders right now. I mean, do you see the Rams against the Cardinals not scoring again after what they scored one time in the second half? Who? The Raiders. Yeah, they scored a field field goal. goal. Do you see the Rams doing the same thing? No. That's what I mean. Like, I think Sean McVay and his offense is just too much. I don't think the Rams' defense is that good. I think Kyle Murray and the Cardinals can score on them. I'm just gonna keep rolling with that seven wins for the Cardinals. <laughs> they should they should be 0 2 right now. They should. I'm gonna yeah. We're Rams gonna too much for the Cardinals. Roll with the Rams. Yeah. Nobody can guard Cooper Cup. Wow, this might be the worst game of the week. Falcons at the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by two. The birds and the birds. That one right there is the home nod. That's the only reason they're favorite. Hey, the twelfth man is something serious. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Falcons on this one. I'm also gonna. I thought you were gonna go Seahawks. I really did. No, I'm going no, 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 Falcons no. on this one. I think um, they'll finally squeak out that win that they've been trying so fucking hard for. And I, I truly think the Seahawks are the worst team. I also do as well. Um, the Fal- I think the Falcons will win this. Um, it's gonna be a boring ass game. Um, hopefully, this is this is the time. Hey, Arthur Smith, if you're fucking listening to me, throw it to Kyle Pitts. I don't care who the hell's on him. Yeah. Jamal Adams is out for the season, so I don't know who the hell's going to be on him. No one. But it don't even go matter. Yeah. Throw well, it to Kyle Diggs, Pitts. Maybe. Let, let Mark, I mean, Mark, obviously, Marcus, I don't think he's going to finish the season, so let him have fun. Mm. Throw the damn ball. And please give it to Cordell, Cordero Patterson. Because I need the points. Please. Yeah, I'm gonna go Falcons win this on the road. Big win, I big win so for Mariota. Big win for Arthur Smith. Probably one of the only ones you're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> you better cherish it. Seahawks are just prime for that number one pick. So you get that two zero on the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, then we got the Packers at the Buccaneers to wrap up the 4 o'clock games. Buccaneers are favored by 2.5. I am shocked this is not a night game. This is... It's going to be a really good game. Yeah, you're going to love the Sunday night game. This <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Um, oh, man. Uh-oh. Will you pick? Oh, man. Rodgers or will you pick gonna, the GOAT? Am I going to have to pick Rodgers? Oh, my God, man. Um, This is tough. The Buccaneers' defense is him. The defense, him. And... I've already seen Aaron Rodgers have a meltdown against the Buccaneers anyway. But Tom Brady has been playing like hot ass. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of different angles in this game for sure. I don't think, like, I don't think this game is going to be high scoring either. I think this is going to be a shitty game overall. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to pick the Packers. Yikes. I'm picking the Packers on this one. I think that Brady continues to have his little meltdown. Um, it Mike Evans is gone for a game. Yeah, um, he's going to be throwing to me and you. He's going to be throwing to me and you. He's going to be Is throwing, Julio back? Who? Julio? I don't know. But, I mean, Cole Beasley is going to be he's going to be acclimated by the time it hits Sunday. He might not be active. And with Scooty Miller and Scooty Scoop Scoop. Um, I mean the Packers. I don't think the Packers have the good as defense as they did, but I think that Leonard Fournette won't run all over them. I'm, t- I'm taking the Packers. I'm going Buccaneers. I understand that. I just think Rodgers is going to be in hell all game, and I think True. Tom Brady. You know, a lot of the calls goes way goes his way. They're at home. Uh. This is going to be the game of the week, and I think Tom Brady is going to figure it out this game. I think he's not going to have 10 fantasy points. I think he's going to play very well. Not very well. I think he's going to play good. I would say very well. Enough to win. I Not high scoring, like you said. I think this is another like 20 to 10, 20 yeah. to 17 type win. Putting one on this? Do you want to? I'll put Straight well, up. We'll see. We'll see. Let me hear the other games and then we'll see. There's only two more games after this. Two more, I know. God, the Monday night game makes me want to jump off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, this? I'm going Buccaneers. I think they'll be too much at home for the Packers. I'm I think the Packers. Buccaneers will continue to roll 3 0. I'm going Packers with this one. I think uh, they finally get it together. I think A Rod's going to actually start loving life. And uh, hopefully Aaron Jones has a big game. But I think it's going to be like. Low scoring, nobody's gonna pop off. If you got these people in fantasy, you're not gonna have fun. Yeah. Alright, then we got the 49ers at the Broncos on Sunday. Ooh! Man! The 49ers are favored right now going to the Broncos. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Um, wow. I did not see them being favored. Oh, man. This 49ers really favored? One and a half. So that's a pick em. That could change. You know what? You know what? I'm going 49ers with this one. I think just the Broncos are having too much of a meltdown right now. I'm not still. I'm still not panicking, but this is not the game to bounce back and you know get your offense under control. Like the 49ers are not only are they like a good team, but they're juiced now. They got Jimmy G. Everything's gonna click. Um, 
Smart, uh, side note, smart pickup by Reed to make that trade. He's going to have George Kittle on his team. I think George Kittle's going to hoop, uh, especially Jimmy G now. I think they can ask George Kittle back for this week. Uh, he's questionable. Well, he probably play. I mean, look, you want to play for Jimmy G. I think that they're going to be doing the stuff that they do in their offense. Now that, you know, Jimmy G is there, they can start doing Jimmy G things instead of having to rely on, like, Trey Lance to see if he can actually throw the ball. We know how well Jimmy G can throw. So, I think 49ers on this one. I'm taking the Broncos. Bounce back game. This is where they kind of kick it into third gear, and then we start (laughs) seeing who the Broncos can be. I don't know, man. Kyle Shanahan's that guy kind of. Yeah, he's a good coach. I will say that. I I think Russ has a big game. They're in mile high. True. It's going to be tough. Night game in mile high is going to be tough. I hope Russ hoops, but I think they're still going to lose. I mean, they're still missing Elijah Mitchell. They're missing Kittle. That defense is good for the Broncos. They are, but we'll have to see how good if Pat's back. Yeah. I mean, they're not a pass-heavy team, so even if Pat's not back, they can still kind of play that zone defense and just kind of fucking... Let their front seven own the game. I don't know, man. Rashad Penny had a pretty good game against them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm going. I think the Broncos will win this game to go two and one. It's going to be close. I'm actually shocked the 49ers are favored. I am too. They, they lost to the Bears week one and then beat the worst team in football in the Seahawks. Yeah. So that's kind of. That shows you where Vegas is at with the Broncos, True. which is kind of funny. Alright, the final game Monday night, Cowboys at the Giants. God damn, man. You know, I'm I'm gonna go Giants and they're gonna I start three and oh. Also going Giants. Three and oh. I think it's gonna be three and start. Um I think just the Cowboys just don't have it right now. And I think that they're gonna get off it's gonna be off the Cooper Rush high, and I think the Giants are gonna pull this one out. Um yeah, I'm high on the Giants. I think Brian DeBow is a really good fucking coach and I think it's still going to be like a 21-19 game, but I think the Giants will win this. Hopefully, Saquon goes off. Um, but yeah, it's just two two bad teams that are <laughs> masquerading as good teams right now. Yeah, I I think the Giants start three and zero. I think the Cowboys. I think Cooper Rush gets his first loss as a starting mm-hmm. QB. Daniel Jones does not have a good game, but I think he gets carried again. Yeah, as usual. I think the Giants' defense is sneaky. I think their their front four is pretty good. Leonard Williams is a monster. Yeah, I think the Giants' defense is sneaky good. They've been kind of sneaky good the past few years. They just had zero offensive yeah. efficiency whatsoever. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Giants on that one. Three and L. Will they be them? So for me, it would be Buccaneers, Giants, Bills, and Chiefs as the only three and L teams. Giants. Giants, I'm telling you. I don't think the Giants are anywhere near those other three teams. No, hell, I just put, them, hell no. put up with them. I just think they've had a decent road to Yeah. Them. That's interesting. So we differed on Brown Steelers, Panther Saints. That one's going to bite me in the ass. And I already know it. <laughs> I said what I said. If the Panthers win, that will be the difference. And that will start to break us off. That's the game that's going to break us off from fucking... Our record being literally the same. Um, Browns, Steelers, Panthers, Saints, Titans, Raiders, uh, Buccaneers, Packers, and Broncos, 49ers. So what is that? Five games. So somebody will be beating somebody. Yes. Yep. 
that's a pretty good. I went. I went kind of crazy on that Panthers. <laughs> you did. That's why I was like, okay. I'm gonna roll with it. One more week. One more week, and I'm giving up that dream of seven to eight wins for the Panthers. Now you want to put you want to put a shot on the 49ers Broncos, or you want to put a shot on the Packers Bucks? Let's do Packers Bucks. Let's go with Packers the heavy Bucks. the heavyweights at QB. Packers Bucks sounds good. Oh Lord. Well, I don't know what the fuck this this these past two weeks have been crazy. Uh, I think week three is going to be crazier, especially if dominoes fall how they're supposed to fall, and if they don't fall how they're supposed to fall, there's going to be a lot of teams in panic mode. Yeah. Um, if the Bengals lose, Lord, and I don't know what the hell is going on with the Panthers, but you know somebody over here thinks that they're going to win. I think they're completely psychotic. I don't know why they think they're going to win, <clears throat> but yeah, it's been episode three. Uh, DWC defense wins championships. Uh, this will be uploaded on Wednesday. So while you're on your little lunch break or doing whatever you want to do, your little errands, give us a listen to. Um, definitely in the car. Listen definitely to in the car. The car. Uh, turn up that volume and hear our beautiful voices. Um, this will be uploaded on Apple uh, Podcast and Spotify Podcast. Um, we will tweet out when it is all good and ready to go. Uh, but thanks. For listening and thanks for continuing to listen and we love you guys and we are out deuces